The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. So when would be the last time you wrote a $9 million check and forgot where it was going? That's the question I've got today in this first hour. Welcome to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program today, 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Rocky Stucci, riding alongside of the godfather of conservative talk radio, the emotional meatball, the clown punisher himself. How you doing this morning, brother? Well, you know, here's the thing is we have a snowman in our yard, Matt Locke, and it's not even <laughs> Halloween. I, I'm, I got a problem with this. I really do. We got a snowman I, I in hear, our yard. I hear the sadness in your voice this morning. I hear it's it. It's terrible, brother. It is it's terrible. terrible. It's not even Halloween I'm doing fantastic, yet. sir. Good, I good. thank you good. for asking. I uh, feel great. Happy Saturday to you and all those listening around. Yes, around, around the world. Theblaze.com, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. If you're not... If you want to watch the live video stream, head over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. We will be, by the way, on the Blaze Radio Network Facebook page come hour two. But Rocky, great show today. Great show today. Uh, if you've not been, if you've been living under a rock for the past two weeks, you might not know that uh, Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians. We're going to talk about that in the first hour here. We're going to talk about Uranium One. We're going to talk about Mark Elias. We're going to talk about Fusion GPS. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. The DNC, Panetta, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I mean, this is deep. It is far-reaching, and it's incredible the lack of knowledge that Hillary Clinton, who wanted to be the president of the United States, has. I mean, I'm dumbfounded of that. Hour two, JFK. Mm. I, I, Rocky, I couldn't sleep last night because I know we're going to get into this JFK. These documents from the Warren report are being yeah. released after 25 years. We're going to see some inside stuff of what's going on. I know when, when you and I were down here over Memorial Day in Dallas, we went down to where the, all of that happened, where yeah. you know Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald shot from, from the building, all that stuff. So we're going to get into that in hour two. You're not going to want to miss that. And in hour three, Austin Peterson who ran for president under the Libertarian ticket, will join us at the top of the hour at the tw- at the 11 o'clock Eastern hour. And at the bottom of the hour, Rocky, great friends of the conservative cartel, former Fox News anchor babe, Donna Fiducia, and her sidekick, Don Nguyen. So we're going to enjoy that with Cowboy Logic Radio in hour three. So a fantastic show today. But Rocky, let's dig in. Yeah, let's dig in. I mean, I, I'm so excited. And look, we haven't been behind microphones all week, so I want to fill in. I want to fill in the audience just a little bit. Our executive producer, Ron Phillips's house, got hit by lightning last Saturday after the show. Literally caught the doggone place on fire and probably destroyed seventy to eighty percent of his house. We were doing the conservative cartel in his studio, so the cartel has been. Uh, using cell phones and Skype and trying to get by, but things are good, everybody is safe, and things are, are, are working their way toward where they should be. And, and look, I want to give a great big shout-out to The Blaze because they have done nothing 
but take care of the cartel. I've never seen such outpouring of what do you need because we do a show. It takes equipment. It takes microphones. It takes mixers. It takes wires. It takes cameras. It takes everything we do here that you're seeing now on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page or are listening to on theblaze.com. It takes technology, and we lost all of that in Ron's house fire. So the Blaze has stepped up. Kudos. I mean, we are we could not be more grateful to what they've done. So I wanted to fill that in there. But uh, Rocky, we've got a situation here that I want to take this next hour to unwrap because there's a lot. And, and I, yeah. I I took notes here because we've got we've got the left. I want to set this up. We've got the left running down this agenda narrative that Trump and Russia colluded. Mm -hmm. These big, bad, meanie Vladimir Putin jumped in bed with Donald Trump. And that's the only reason that Donald Trump is the president of the United States today. It, it, it was all a sham. It's all been coordinated. You know, Russia worked with Trump to steal the election from the anointed one, Hillary Clinton. I mean, it was her turn, right? <laughs> it, it was her turn because she's the wife of Bill Clinton. I mean, right. those are her credentials. She's the wife of Bill Clinton. So here we are. We're running down this narrative. The left is doing everything they can. They're overturning every rock. They're looking around every right, corner. Right. They're looking at every document, bank accounts, you name it. If they can find anything to hang on Donald Trump in Russia, they're going to, right? Haven't found a thing in a year. But yet, here we go. Here we go. Uranium hey, One. Man, Clinton let me ask cash. something really quick. Go you ahead. Know, and I don't have the information in front of me, but what, what have we spent? Do, do you know off the top of your head? Uh, what we as the taxpayer have spent thus far in regards to investigating Donald Trump with I have Russia collusion? no idea what we've spent, but I bet it's uh, it's tens of millions minimum. It might be hundreds of millions. And, and, you know, you and I were talking about it this morning. There's just so many tangents to this story because Mueller, special prosecutor Mueller, is now come out. We saw a CNN article this morning where from anonymous sources that someone there, there's going to be some charges or whatnot delegated come monday or somebody's going to be put in custody or whatnot but yet the biggest story on the planet right now is the clinton global initiative the clinton foundation fusion gps and who did what and who was colluding with who right unbelievable rocky stucci but yet the left and the mainstream media, which is the left, the Democrat Party, are going to continue to do what's best for them, and they're going to continue to run down this Trump-Russia collusion. Now, I saw an article this morning where Jim Acosta from CNN, they're all mad that Trump jumped in the middle of this deal with all of this Russian collusion with this Uranium One. And now, I was telling Ron last night, we were sitting around talking after we got back from visiting Rick Fairless, by the way, well-known custom bike maker Rick Fairless at Strokers Dallas yesterday. And I said, you know what's amazing about this? Is the left, is not, the left now wants to open a probe into Donald Trump because he told Jeff Sessions in the DOJ to unmask, and I use that literally, 
the gentleman that has all the goods that a non-disclosure act has stopped him from telling the American people because our government, Rocky Stucci, our government, the DOJ, Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch, Mm-hmm. put a non-disclosure act on a gentleman that has all the goods, and now the left is pissed off that Donald Trump said, let the truth come out. Right. I mean, is that not amazing to you, Rocky? Well, you know, and here's the thing, too, is that, you know what, when we get information, Matt, and I think this is very um, pertinent to point out, is that, so we're sitting here now with the shooting gun in regards to Hillary Clinton, something that you and oh, me and so gun. many other people oh, yeah. have been talking about for a very long time. But now we have the smoking gun. It has come forward. And now, you know, I'm sitting here. I have two computer screens up of information in regards to the whole Russian collusion thing. And there's so much information out there. And now there's misinformation. And now there's tiptoe dancing that is happening all over the internet, which is confusing the situation. And yeah. and I plead to people, dissect your information very well because it is right there on a plate in front of you. Uh, it, it, it's so easy, Matt, to get caught up in this matrix because I literally have right now probably 18 tabs open of the different <laughs> yeah. twists oh, of yeah. narratives in regards to this. And I said this last week, you know, where does Loretta Lynch come in on this? Because, you know, she has a play somewhere in this. And then Eric Holder... And, and here's my biggest thing, is as we dissect this situation this hour, do you truly think that Hillary or Holder or any of these thugs on the left are going to be held accountable for this? No. And that's the problem, Rocky. None of them will be. We have all of this evidence for the left. No evidence for the right. right. And yet here we are, and the Clintons have such a reach They have such an influence in politics that they're almost untouchable. I don't believe there'll be a fall guy. There'll be some lower person in the hierarchy that's going to take this fall for the Clintons, and it's awful, but this is the way it is. I mean, you might as well – I think that's why Jeff Sessions has not gone after Hillary Clinton because they know they can't get her. But look, Rocky, we got much more. Perkins Coy. Perkins Coy. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into checks. We're going to get into the DNC and Hillary. Don't go anywhere. The conservative cartel is just getting warmed up this Saturday morning. Stick around. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, there's no doubt that this morning, ladies and gentlemen, I thank the coffee gods for their existence. Welcome back to the program, the Conservative Cartel, broadcasting live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to call in, you can call in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline at 888-900-3393. If you're listening, you want to watch the program, go to Facebook.com and search the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. Matt Locke, I cannot believe how quick that first segment went. Let's get back into business. It always does, Rocky. We wait all week for these three hours, and they go by like nothing. Unbelievable. It it is. So, Rocky, look, we've been talking. We're we're laying out this Russian collusion, and no, we're not talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And as all of this has come out, you were talking. There, There are so many different tangents 
of what is going on that it's hard to keep it all straight. It's well, hard that, to put it, it all together. It is, but that that's how that's how media plays the game. You know, especially the pro Hillary media. That's what they do is they you know, and and I said this a million times. You get a piece of paper, that entire piece of paper is the truth. You you, you rip off the corner of the piece of paper, and that's what the media that's treats right. as the truth. And they're going to saturate our minds. For those of us that actually read articles, they're going to saturate our minds with information to confuse the situation. Yes. To sit here and try to protect the true criminals in our political party, and it infuriates me that that happens. Well, they're running interference right now because they have to. They have to keep the story and the onus on Trump and Russia. They you have remember, to. Do you remember when the media actually used to produce the truth? <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago, Rocky. Long time ago. Both you and I have been on this planet 43 years, and it was <laughs> quite a while ago that that actually happened. But right, back then, truth. though, I mean, you bring up a good point. Back then, do you really know if it was the truth? Because you really well, had nowhere to go. If you think about pre-internet. If you think about, you know, when you had ABC, NBC, you had the Walter Cronkites of the world, you didn't know if it was news or not. You, right. you had no way to verify it. So now you've got all this verification. Now we've got all this internet. Now we've got all this news that we have at our fingertips because the new media like us, the conservative cartel, are, are bringing you the facts. We're, we're, we're finding out the the parameters of what the story mm-hmm. is and we're bringing you the truth and by the way if you right. want to check us out head over to the conservative cartel facebook page and give it a like we would love that and tell all your friends and family about the conservative cartel bringing you the truth every saturday but perkins coy the law firm perkins coy mm. it represented i want you to listen to this rocky it represented the hillary clinton campaign and the democratic national committee It reportedly, I want you to think about this for a second. It reportedly helped draft CrowdStrike to aid with the DNC allegedly hacked servers. Remember the hacked servers of the DNC? Remember WikiLeaks? Remember Bernie Sanders? Remember the Taco Bowl experiment? Remember (laughs) all the stuff that the left was doing to Bernie Sanders? You know, that that stuff, CrowdFire. Oh, well, the DNC... Uh, servers got hacked and the FBI never looked at it, never had a chance for the intelligence agencies to go through it. CrowdStrike came in. Well, guess who is guess who is related? Guess who's connected to CrowdStrike? Perkins Coy. Perkins Coy is the same law firm that represents Hillary Clinton, that represents the Democratic National Committee that took a $9.1 million check Mm. from the DNC. And all of a sudden, Rocky Stucci, no one knows what that's for. All of a sudden, every Democrat you talk to, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Podesta, Clinton, uh, Panetta was on the other day. We're going to get to to Leon Mm -hmm. Panetta here in the next segment. All of a sudden, none of them know where that check came from. None of them know who signed it. None of them know what it did. I mean, you're not, you can't tell me that you wrote a $9 million check and you don't know where it went. Right. $9 million. This is, man, this is what we call backpedaling. It, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's funny because every single person that is denying that they know where this $9 million, man, I, I'm sorry, brother, I love you to death. I love Ron Phillips to death, but I, if I'm giving you 20 bucks, I know exactly where that 20 bucks that's is right. going. And, and I'm going to make sure I follow up on that 20 bucks, but, you know, that's just me. 
but we're talking about nine million dollars and and let me and mind you we're talking about nine million dollars in taxpayer money yes. that is going towards this that's and right all these people that are coming forward that are denying that they know the traceability of where this money came from are some of the biggest liars that we've witnessed over the last year when it came and, to the and, election and why Donald isn't Trump. that the story rocky why isn't that the story it should be the story, oh, It man. should be the biggest story because you just hit on it. $9 million of donor taxpayer funded money, and there's no record for it. Are you well, kidding me? Well, we can look me? at it like this, too. We can look at it. Look at the amount of money that was spent in, into investigating Donald Trump for the oh. Russia collusion. Yeah, the golden the, the, showers. The, I'm, I'm, we're talking millions upon millions of dollars that was spent. That, and I don't – folks, if you have the number, of, if you know how much has been spent thus far – on investigating Donald Trump and Russia collusion, 800 or 888-900-3393. I want to hear that figure because, again, here we go, Matt, taxpayer money that has been spent on the biggest conspiracy against the American people probably in political history. Hey, did we say we were live from the Nine Line Studios in this segment? Of course we did. Okay, I just wondered. My brain's all over the place this morning. I've had my murdered out. I've had my murdered out you know, Black Rifle Coffee. So my brain's a little all over the place, and I'm trying to keep things straight, but I just wanted to make that aware. Now but, you're making me question whether uh, I said I, don't, that I can't not. remember either. You probably did. But anyway, Attorney Mark Elias, him and his firm, mm-hmm. Perkins Coy, retained Fusion GPS. Now, Fusion GPS is an opposition research company. They do op research against Democrats and Republicans. I mean, they've done it both, mostly on the Republican side. Let's not, but there was a big story. That came out yesterday where at the actual Fusion GPS was initially paid to, to do opposition research on Republicans, and in particular Donald Trump, and it was funded by the uh, anti-Trump and, and establishment right, Mar- our singers, his last name, from the Washington Free Beacon. So money has been flowing into this Fusion GPS from both sides, mm-hmm. but Mark Elias and his law firm, Perkins Coy, retained Fusion GPS to conduct this research on behalf of both the Clinton campaign and the DNC that ultimately resulted, Rocky Stucci, in the now infamous, largely discredited dossier that claimed President Donald Trump's campaign colluded with Russia. Now, we're starting to put together the dots because the DNC and Clinton paid Fusion GPS through Mark Elias, who is the attorney for the DNC and Clinton, to get this dossier put together of this steel guy, this, uh, let me see if I can find his first name, this British spy. Uh, let's see here. I've got his name somewhere in here. Uh, i got to find Christopher it. Christopher Steele. Thank you, Christopher Steele. The MI6 agent, mind you. So that money goes there. They go dig up this opposition research whatever it is and it's all funneled through the dnc it's funneled through hillary clinton it's funneled through the attorney and and i'll tell you what blows my mind and i've got this thing sitting here um right where is it it's in a different article let me find it because it's fantastic yeah it's in this one so remember remember podesta remember john podesta remember that guy i do so cnn reported That former Clinton campaign chairman, Podesta, privately denied any knowledge of the payment arrangement in recent interviews with congressional investigators, right? Mm -hmm. According to the reports, sitting next to Podesta during that September interview was his attorney, Mark Elias, who retained Fusion GPS 
to get the dirt on the Russian collusion with Trump, but Podesta didn't know anything about it. You find that odd? I find I find it typical, Matlock. I find it typical. Why why do we honest. allow here here's the question I want to ask you, Rocky. Why are we allowing these liberal thugs to lie to us? Why are we well, allowing you know, this garbage to continue to go on when the proof sits right there? I mean, you go in front of an intelligence committee, some kind of subcommittee, whatever you're doing, you put your hand up and swear to tell the truth, and then you're sitting next to the guy who paid the check to the people you just lied about. You know, man, I think, you know what, if you historically go back and listen to the shows that we've done probably the last four weeks, I think we can come to an agreement that this has been one of our biggest frustrations is that the blatant lying to the American people, the manipulation of the left-leaning media, and I'm actually shocked that I'm seeing like the New York Post actually coming out and writing articles against Hillary, and it kind of seems like some of these bigger uh, leftist-leaning organizations are are becoming a little weary and they're starting to kind of turn a little bit on Hillary Clinton. But I think, Matt, this has been one of our biggest frustrations is that the blatant lying towards American people. But here's my biggest thing that scares me is that there's the majority of people that support Hillary. They believe it. That's the part that scares me. Yeah, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't they're know how I don't know how else to say that. Uh, you know, it's called perjury. That's against right. the law. You and I That's cannot right. go into a courtroom and out and out lie about facts of a, of, of a situation and then expect there to be no consequences at right. all. I mean, you right. and I cannot go into a courtroom and say, oh, by the way, IRS, we shredded 30,000 mm-hmm. documents of our tax returns. Well, I don't know where they're at. I just shredded them. You didn't need them. I, I found that, you know, I made my own decision that you didn't need those forms. I don't work for the IRS. I don't work for what you need. You, I I don't know what you need, but I determined on my own that I was going to shred those emails or those documents because you didn't need them under a subpoena, by the way. I mean, this woman has Hillary Clinton ought to be in jail. She's broken the law on several occasions. And yet here we are again with the liberal left literally lying under oath and saying they have no idea what's going on. And I've got an article here. We're running out of time again. I swear to God, we don't have enough time. (laughs) I've got an article coming up in the next segment, Rocky Stucci, that is going to make you irritated. It made me, I, I was cussing last night as I was doing show prep, and Ron's like, what is the matter with you? And I'm like, you wait until tomorrow morning. You're going to see what's the matter with me. Because this is just out and out falsity. It, it's it's douchevity at its highest. Oh, I, it, it's douchevity. Word, it, it's all it is. It's oh. not douchebaggery, Doc Thompson. It's douchevity. <laughs> That's what it is, and it's crazy at the highest levels of government that we can come up with. But don't go anywhere because Leon Panetta, remember Leon Panetta? He's actually a Democrat. He came out and said, you know, Hillary probably ought to get investigated. Give us a call, 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. I'm Matt Locke with Rocky Stucci. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning. Stick around. Conservative Cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, 
good Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, 888-900-3393 is the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We would love to hear any of your thoughts on this whole entire Clinton-Russia fusion GPS, DNC, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, all of the theories, the everything. That's going on with this, and we're trying to wrap it up. We're, 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 trying to, we're trying to bring you the facts here, along with Rocky Stucci. I am Matt Locke, but uh, hey, go over to Facebook. Find the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. Give us a like and tell everybody you know. We would love for you to do that. You can watch the live streaming video of this program right now at the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. Rocky Stucci. Mm. We're talking about Fusion GPS. We're talking about Mark Elias. We're talking about $9.1 million spent, the DNC, the cover-up, all this stuff. And, of course, it's Russia, 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 and Trump, Trump, Trump. But I have an article from The Blaze. Found this yesterday from Sarah Gonzalez, by the way. Mm -hmm. Former Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta said Thursday that the Senate Intelligence Committee will need to investigate further to find out if Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, John Podesta, and former Democratic <laughs> National Committee chairwoman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, lied, lied as in fibbed, to the Intel Committee last month regarding the funding of the infamous Trump dossier. Now, you know you're in trouble mm. as a Democratic Party when your own party starts coming out and saying this. It, Leon Panetta's right, is he not? Right. Right. Well, he says, well, it certainly makes the situation very awkward. Yeah, oh, that's the word. Here's, I, I told you I was going to get you fired up, right? Because I'm oh, already God. fired up. My blood's boiling. Yep. I, I've had my murdered out black rifle coffee. <laughs> I am on a caffeine buzz. It's the best coffee in the world, by the way. But this quote from Leon Panetta yesterday set me on fire. And I'm going to read this from front to back. Because it, it, it's unbelievable. He says, you know, knowing presidential campaigns, they're big operations. And somehow, the left hand may not know what the right hand is doing. And this determined just exactly what happened, who knew what and when. And I'm going to say something here. You don't go to your accountant and, and, and he says, hey, by the way, the IRS is fining you because my left hand didn't know what my right hand was doing. <laughs> by the way, you're going to pay a fine. I screwed it up and right. I did all this. But, you know, my excuse is I just the one side of my body didn't know what the other side was doing. Are you effing kidding me? This is the excuse that it's awkward. Oh, my God. I'm, my blood pressure is so high right now. I, rock. I, but, but, but this is it, though, I, man. I'm dumbfounded. This is, this is what we talk about, though. So now you have people like Panetta coming forward, and he also says that if you're, if you're testifying and saying that you have no knowledge and the attorney sitting next to you is one of those that knew what was involved here, I think it does raise an issue that the committee is going to have to look and determine just exactly who knew what. So this is going to become a big circus. It's going to become a big hypocrisy. It's going to be become a big matrix of confusion. It, you know, here's my question, Matt. So now, you know, we have people like Panetta coming forward. Some of the biggest names in, in politics are coming forward and confusing the situations. Some of the biggest names in politics have created some of the biggest 
political crimes in history, what do we do if nothing gets done? What do we do as American citizens? What do we do as taxpayers? This has nothing to do with us not liking Hillary. This has nothing to no. do with us not liking Obama. This has nothing to do with us not liking Democrats. That's not the case. The case is, is that there's crimes committed here. Yeah, and actually, there's more proof of collusion between the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton and the Russians than there is any proof of Donald and the Russians. I mean, this is a great big boohoo fit that the left is throwing because their girl didn't win. Their but woman what does this didn't say, win. Though? What does this say for the future of U.S. politics? If we see this firsthand, we have the information on the plate right in front of us. It's blatant. What does this say for the future of politics? What does this say for the future stability of the United States when this can happen and nothing gets done? Well, it sets a precedent is what it does, Rocky. It sets a precedent. It tells you and I, little common sense, you know, we're no smarter than common sense, you and I, right. the guys that go to work every day and pay our taxes and take care of our family and raise our kids, it tells you and I that there's two sets of laws. If mm-hmm. you've got enough money and you've got enough connections and you're in the party scene of Washington, D.C., you can do whatever the hell it is you want to do. I mean, you can have an in, you you can have an extramarital affair with an intern in the White House, and nobody cares. And by the way, the Clintons don't even have law license anymore. They're all crooks. They're all criminals. But yet, because they're connected in the right circles, nothing ever gets done. And, and Rocky, we hit on this a little bit in the last segment, but you said it. Do you think anything is going to come of these charges? And the only thing that's going to come from these charges is that there's going to be a fall guy. You can, I will bet you right now, I will say it on live air on the blaze.com, the blaze radio network. I will bet you a hundred bucks today. Hillary Clinton doesn't see any consequences to her actions. Not one. There's nothing going to happen to Bill and Hillary Clinton. They own the judges. They own the judiciary. They own the daggone executive branch, if you really think about it, because Trump can't get anything done because the Senate's slow-walking everything. They own the entire government, Rocky Stucci. How does that make you feel? It it makes, you know what, you you hit something there, because when you said there's going to be a fall guy, that's how the Clinton mafia works. Of course there is. He'll be dead on an airplane, and all this stuff will come out. You know, I this is going to be a bad thing for me to say, and uh, it, it may make people feel a little uncomfortable. But I'm to the point, honestly, Matlock, that I I I wish Hillary would just have an accident. I mean, I wish seriously she would slip out of a plane, an accident. <laughs> slip you know, I'm not implementing anything. Oh, I'm not asking anybody no. to do anything bad. Look. I'm just saying if she goes hiking somewhere on a mountain, she falls down a cliff. That she falls off. I'm yeah. just saying. But you know, when you talk about feds or a fall person. Uh, and you may have already brought this up, Matt, but feds approve first charges related to Mueller investigation report. Right. right. By anonymous sources. Anonymous. And well, of you know who it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be Manafort. Would be my guess. I mean, if you really want to put two and two together, and we're smart guys. I mean, we have common sense. We read this stuff all the time. I'm going to guarantee you, what's coming out is Manafort. They've been searching him. They've done raids. They've looked into his his background, his paperwork, everything else. They've went through him with a fine tooth comb. But yet not Hillary. And, and, and it'll Hillary. be it'll be something on Manafort. It has to be. And, and, you know, the thing is, look, here's the thing. They need a distraction, Rocky. 
why do you think this happened on Friday? Why do you think CNN comes out right, Friday right. and right. says that there's now going to be charges and someone might be indicted? Because this story's getting hot. This story's but, growing know, legs. Here's another thing, though, Matt. You know what? We we wrote articles three or four months ago, probably longer than that. God, time flies. I can't believe it's probably a year ago in regards to Podesta and Podesta's dealings with Russia and the collusion with Russia with Podesta. I, I, you know, I'm sorry, but as I scroll through these thousand different sites that I have open on my screens, I don't see a lot about Podesta and his no. Russian collusion, no. his Russian connections, no. his Russian infiltration of banks. I don't see none of that. So, you know, we're talking about somebody possibly being arrested by Monday. It, it, there again, Matt, there's the distractions. There's the yep. madness that happens within our. So, OK. All right. So here's my question. When do we start holding media accountable? Because, you know, we have the First Amendment. <laughs> we have the freedom of speech. Dude, you're but when do lot. we start? holding media accountable well they should be not- accountable i mean there's oh. ethics there's ethics in journalism the who what when why where facts remember those where's facts? that ethics gone i'm watching cnn this morning and all they want to do is sit here and tell you how awful trump is they're not even right. talking about this story i mean mm-hmm. it's a joke and then they sit there and they say well donald trump keeps coming after me for fake news i can't believe it but they won't <laughs> they won't talk about the news they don't cover anything i mean why would anybody even watch this rubbish i mean all of these all of these media outlets are getting horrible and nobody is reporting any kind of facts that is the craziest thing i've ever seen but rocky we've got one more segment and we're going to wrap that we're going to wrap this whole clinton fusion gps russia deal up because we're going to get into the link between fusion debbie wasserman schultz and the dnc hillary clinton that's coming up oh by the way in the second hour jfk J-F-K. I know you're a huge conspiracy theorist. I am. We were walking around down there. I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. But look, cartel's going to roll on. Rocky Stucci, Matt Locke, Saturday morning, the Blaze Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Conservative Cartel will return on the blaze radio network you know again i want people to think about this question and i'm very sincere about this question this has nothing to do with left or right this has nothing to do with liberalism or conservatism this has to do with accountability Anybody who hears my voice is accountable in their life one way or the other. We have jobs, we have lives, we have careers, we have family that we have to be accountable for. And as we witness some of the biggest crimes being committed in possibly political history, if nothing gets done, my question to the listeners is what do we do as American citizens to, one, hold the politicians accountable, and number two, hold the media accountable that has covered this crime up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program, The Conservative Cartel. Me, Rocky Stucci here. On the other side of the microphone, my brother at arms, Mr. Matt Locke, broadcasting live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Visit our Facebook page, The Conservative Cartel. Matt Locke, I just pulled something up here. Okay. And this was during a White House press briefing. CNN's Jim Acosta. Yes. And here was his question to Sanders. I was wondering 
Why does the president involve himself in the Uranium One investigation? Are you trying to gin up your own Russian investigation to rival the one up on Capitol Hill? And where is the president's evidence that Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians as he tweeted this morning? Rocky, here's the thing with Jim Acosta, who can eat a brick, by the way. There you go. You have zero evidence of any (laughs) Russia collusion with Trump, and you have the audacity. You know they're mad. They're upset that Trump is on to them. They need to quell. I mean, these are good little foot soldiers that have to run out and put this fire out. So what do they do? They do the exact, they blame the other side for the exact thing they're doing, period. And Jim, I'd like to have about five minutes with Jim Acosta because he's a little mental midget. I mean, Mm. run circles around that little knucklehead. He ain't got a brain in that big skull of his, but hey. Man, Locke needs a hug. We've got Curtis on the phone here wants to talk about the dnc and clinton so curtis welcome to the conservative cartel how you doing brother curtis are you with us no curtis going once going twice curtis give us a call back no curtis rocky that's all right but if you're hearing this curtis give us a call back we'd love to talk to you don't know what happened there but why would rocky you make a good point there why would it cost to ask that question diversion brother right Diversion. They uh, again. They're they're tw- trying to twist. Of course, typical CNN, which needs to be shut down. But you know, oh, it's he, a propaganda. It's a I propaganda mean, organization. Is all it is. They don't even do news. He, he, I was wondering why the president involved himself in the Uranium One investigation. Right. Are you trying to gin up your own Russian investigation rival? Right. Uh, you know, and then where's the evidence? He had really. I mean, honestly, man, I'm sitting here and I'm kind of I'm kind of set back because you would actually have the audacity to come forward and say, where's the evidence? When we, as talk show hosts, have been presenting evidence for months. Well, the evidence is there. Uh, that, that's the thing. The evidence is there. And the thing with Acosta is this isn't coming from him. This right. is coming from his higher-ups. This is coming from people high up in CNN saying, look, you know, you probably, here's the thing. Here's the really scary thing. You probably have the DNC or you have Hillary Clinton or somewhere, somebody in that organization calling cnn because we know during the campaign for president that stories were getting handed to people before it even hit the newsstands they were getting handed to politicians they were getting edited by political people before they hit the airways or they hit the tv or they hit print and here you go you've got higher-ups who are getting called by the dnc saying uh shut this down make a diversion but i want to tell you something here rocky i've got this last article from fox news Mm-hmm. We, the Democratic National Committee, if you remember, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was the chairman of the DNC and got ran out when the whole WikiLeaks and the whole deal of, of all that stuff, what they were doing and everything they did to Bernie Sanders, which half of the left-wing party should be ticked off that mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders was played. But now you've got Tom Perez. And, and, and you know what he says? Oh, God. I only learned about the dossier a few days ago. <laughs> Are you kidding? You heard about the dossier a few days ago? Let me guess. You watched it on CNN because they probably covered 10 seconds in the last year of it. And you just had to catch that 10. These guys are incorrigible. I mean, Barack Obama. Well, I learned about it on the TV. I learned about it from the news like you. You're the president. Man, how long have we been talking about this dossier? Oh, my God. It literally has to have been a year. 
And well, wait, they literally have the audacity to insult our intelligence by coming forward and saying that they're just not learning about the dossier? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he literally says, uh, I just learned about the dossier a few days ago. For explaining. And they think this is going to stand. Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably will because it probably the, the will. media isn't doing the legwork you and I will do. But he, he says, look, here's what, what, what press says. You hire a lawyer. We hire lawyers all the time who hire third-party vendors to do their work. And so we knew that we were paying for opposition research at the DNC, but we didn't ask questions about who they're hiring in the context of doing that research. Really? You, you don't know who you're hiring at the DNC? Uh, it, it, could you imagine a CEO of a company going to the press and saying, you know, we run a business, but we don't really know who we hired. We don't know. They just do their own thing. We send them money and they do their own thing. And we right. don't know who they are. We don't know who they're talking to. We don't know what business meeting or, or, or business things they're doing. We just know we paid them $9 million. Now, the, the thing that's really amazing to me is that this whole Mark Alliance, Elias, this whole Debbie Wasserman Schultz doesn't know anything. Hillary <laughs> Clinton doesn't know anything. It, it, it's it's amazing. And they say there's so many in-between groups used to sort of, you know, go between that. They were running interference on that. I mean, the DNC does not, I, literally, Rocky, everything the DNC does is criminal. I'm just going to call it that. Speaking of criminal. Speaking of criminal, uh, you know, have we heard anything in regards to Wasterman Schultz and her little Pakistani IT friends? No, lately? but I've got that article right here, which is funny because it says, uh, let's see here, Carlos, Re- Carlos Reyes, who is running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz down there in Florida. He says, look, you know, what the heck's going on here? We, we've got all these payments. We've got this dossier. We, we, we've got this scandal of the Iwan brothers and the IT mm-hmm. investigation. She was forced to resign. She's rigging the Democratic primary in favor of Hillary Clinton over Bernie. It, where is it? Where, where's the investigation on her? Right. Uh, and we don't even talk about the Iwan brothers right now who had access to thousands of, of individual records and, and all kinds of things on the Democratic side with very, very sensitive information that we don't even hear about that story. But, man, Debbie, the psychopath Wasserman Schultz, Schultz, she, she knew nothing about the dossier. She yeah. knew nothing. She's just learning about None of this. them know. Even no, Tom Perez doesn't not. know. Hillary Clinton doesn't know. I mean, I, I go back. If, if you are a Democrat, how do you vote for these people? I mean, I they, it, literally, the media tells you that these people are the smartest people on the planet, Rocky. They tell you that Barack Obama is, is so smart, you should listen to him. Hillary Clinton's smart. They're the smartest <laughs> people, but they don't know a damn thing. Right. How are you smart? Well, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on there. Oh, I don't recall. Remember the whole infamous Hillary Clinton with Benghazi? I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't, what do you recall? What right. do you know? And why right. is why are Democrats letting their candidates get away with this? Why? If this was any business in what we call normal society, if that even exists. Is there normal I, I mean, anymore? Matt, you were in sales. Yeah. You know, I work for a major corporation. If we went and bought somebody, a cup of company, and uh, it, it, with, with the intent of trying to manipulate their decision process on whether it be sales or, yeah. or business, 
We would lose our job. We well, have yeah. to sign contracts to say that we can't give gifts to certain people. That's right. But yet we're talking about $9 million here. We're talking about so much taxpayer-wasted money. If any one of these politicians did what they did in regular society, they would be out of jobs or their businesses would be bankrupt. Well, it, it's, you just hit on it. It's illegal. You can't give bribes. That's what it's called. Right. It's bribes. It, you're bribing. It's the mafia. This is the mafia. Where's Jimmy Hoffa? I right. mean, that's the Clintons probably know where Hoffa's at. I'll bet you money the Clintons know where <laughs> Hoffa's buried. I'll bet that's not a secret in their world because they probably put him there. No, I'm just that's kidding. Too that's, that's a funny. joke. That's a joke for all of you out there. They probably don't know where Hoffa's at. They might. I was just kidding. But look, Rocky, we got a big second hour coming. By the way, we're going to be on the Blaze Facebook page live. So if you're catching that, do that. But we're talking JFK. And all of those documents that came out 25 years later after the Warren report. And there's a lot of stuff. So you're going to want to stick around. Give us a call. 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. The cartel rolls on. See you right back soon. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. Boy, I absolutely love this intro music. I mean, the Blaze does amazing work. Welcome back to our number two of the program. Matt Locke, I swear I'll make it a meme that Hillary Clinton knows where Jimmy Hoffa is buried. That, hey, that was hey, hey, you classic. better give me props on that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Our number two live from the Nonline Apparel Studios, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to call into the program, uh, they got a couple glitches to working them out. Uh, we should be just fine here within the next couple of minutes. The number, 888 uh, Matt, you know, here's the thing. You know what? We were down in Texas. Well, we, you're down there now, but we were down in Dallas. And Ron took us to the location where Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah. And, you know, we've all done our fair share of research in regards to the Kennedy assassination throughout the years. We've watched documentaries. There's movies made on it. We've all, even people that are anti-conspiracy can sit back and say, something kind of stinks about this. Oh, and yeah, it does. You know what I'm talking about? And, and there's been some recent revelations that have come forward. I am somewhat set back. I'm somewhat disappointed in regards to not all the information um, well, Rock, Rocky, we were talking about this yesterday. I just want to break in real quick. I want to welcome yeah. all of those of you that are watching currently on the Blaze Facebook Live page. Yes. Thank you. We've got one segment. You're going to get one segment of the show. We go three hours. So when this segment is over, head over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page and you can see the rest of this video. We'll be going all the way up till 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. You're not going to want to miss this, but I want to welcome everybody who is now watching the live video stream on the Facebook page of The Blaze. But Rocky Stucci, I mean, there's, this, is, this is deep, but do you think, here's my conspiracy theory. Mm. I think there's enough damning information in this Warren report that it has tied the hands of every president since LBJ. Right. And, and when Trump saw it, you know, Trump said, hey, look, you know, it's 25 years. I've got to let this thing out. There's there's 2,800 pages 
of uh, uh, what the National Archives is going to give of mm-hmm. all of these interviews, these photos, notes, video clips, all of this stuff from this year-long investigation by the Warren Commission. I think Trump had the best of intentions. And I'll tell you, I think Donald Trump wants to be very transparent. I, I, I think he wants to do right. And then all of a sudden, somebody came to him and said, uh, Don, you can't let Don. this go. <laughs> You, 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 you can't let this information out for whatever reason it may be. And we can look. We've got an entire hour to get into the weeds. And we've yeah. got a young lady in here today that's feeding us all kinds of conspiracy stuff. She won't get behind the microphone, and that's all right. I won't say her name either. But she's sitting here paying attention to the show, and she's sitting here sending us articles of all of this stuff. And I'm like, you little, you should have uh, had that last night. But anyway, I think there's enough in this deal. And there's a reason that presidents from LBJ have had their hands tied. And it's one of those deals where you and I talked about where it could literally bring down a country. It could bring this, it could bring the United States to its knees if we actually knew the truth. Well, so let's talk about the truth for a second. You know, we've had conversations, you and I, you know, I've had conversations with, with John and other people. I got a friend out in London. We've had conversations about this, about the suppression of information. And to those that are listening, to those that are watching on theblaze.com, you know, I'd actually like to get your opinion on this uh, in regards to the truth. And if you want to call in and give your opinion, 888 uh, If you are watching on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, I'd like to see your opinions in the chat box. Here's the thing, Matt. This is where I stand on this, is that the American people, we, we pay the politicians we pay yes, we the do. presidents we pay the alphabetical agencies and if there's any corruption involved we have the right to know now we've had this debate about wikileaks yeah. about uh, you know is what they're doing heroic uh you know is is what they're doing uh you know, treasonous there again we shouldn't have to depend on an organization like wikileaks to give us information about the corruption within our own politics because technically there shouldn't be corruption within our own politics, but there is. But if there is something damning, which we know there is, if there is something that could that could create some kind of, um, not civil unrest, uh, but discomfort within our society, do we still have the right to know that information? We do. Well, but, what, because, but Rocky, hold on. Yep. How far do those rights go? I mean, in, in a in a in a perfect world, how much are you and I guaranteed to know? Because these are, by the way, in, in, look, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, they are intelligence agencies that are supposed right. to be protecting you and I. Protecting. So that, that, that's their job. Their job is to make sure that there are no threats to this country. They're to gain information. They're to pay attention to terrorists. They are to do the things that you and I shouldn't be aware of. But yet we, we, we have these intelligence agencies that have been politicized. Mm-hmm. They're now part of the apparatus that is a political party either one way or the other and more left than right. And here we are, we're sitting here and we can, you and I can only throw out our best estimates, our best guesses of what we think is going on. So here's the deal. We're we're going to get into the second segment here real quick. We're going to run out of time. Let's set this up because my, I have a conspiracy theory here. 
I, I have a theory of what's going on, and I'm going to lay it out here really quick in about 60 seconds. I think all of this stems from the Great Society, the LBJ, the Democratic Party, the New World Order. And it was LBJ that said, look, I'll have those N-words voting mm-hmm. Democrat for the next 100 years. Right. Now, if you remember correctly, JFK was going after the Fed. He was going after the lifehood mm-hmm. of politics, and I think that's what got him killed. Now, I don't think it was the Russians. I don't think it was Castro. I don't think it was any of that stuff. I think John Kennedy was on he was on the right track, and they had to stop it. And I think it came from within our own government, and that's why presidents haven't been able to release some of the facts. There you go. My 60-second theory. My question is, is that, and, and we'll get into this in this hour, but my question is, is that when you were referring to the CIA and the FBI and all these other alphabetical agencies, they are to protect the American citizen That's and right. they are to pre- protect the interests of national security. But here's my question is that when these same agencies are involved in endangering national security, whether it be somewhere overseas or somewhere within our own soil, because I can reference many accounts to where things have happened in regards to the CIA or the FBI that have endangered American citizens right. or even have endangered this country when it comes to specific types of coups right. that have happened at a global scale. You know, the question is, Matt, how much do we have the right to know? And right. when it comes to endangering and going above and beyond what we expect and pay these agencies to do to where it conflicts with national security, yep. where it conflicts with our geopolitical events, when it conflicts with our politics, do we have that right? And I believe we do have that right, as painful as it may be, because in order to fix a problem, we need to know about a problem. If bad things have happened and there was major corruption within our political parties, yes, it would be crushing. But you know what? I think it would be a great realization towards the American people that if we don't fix this problem, we're going to be no different than Rome. We're going to have a bunch of savages that are going to invade this country. Some of those savages are what we call politicians <laughs> that, are, that are going to literally destroy the inner fabric of you what are, this country represents. You are so And right. here's the question, though, is that when it's too late, then what? If we have gone beyond the point of no return, if we've gone beyond the point that we can't turn around and fix these problems because we're too busy walking with our head down or saying that we shouldn't have known or we didn't have the right to know because this is what these alphabetical agencies do. We need to trust that they're doing the right thing. It's going to get to a point to where there's going to be no fixing the problem, Matt. And they don't want to fix the problem. A third world country. They don't want to fix the problem. They want a new world order. That's the whole thing. And I'm going to say it right now again. If you are watching currently, if you are on the Blazes Facebook live feed video watching this program, we are done after this segment. There. Head over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. You can watch the rest of this live video for the remainder of the show because we are going to get, I'm going to tell you right now, I've got the resident conspiracy theorists. The emotional meatball, Rocky Stucci. We are going to get deep (laughs) into the weeds for the rest of this hour. So if you want to hear about JFK, if you want to hear about what we think, you on the Blaze Facebook page need to head over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page where you will see the rest of this show. Rocky Stucci, I'm excited because there's Mm. so much to talk about on JFK. There's so much. And I want to hear your theory. You heard my little 60-second theory. I want to hear your 
theory. So don't go anywhere out there, guys. The conservative cartel is rolling on this Saturday morning. Head over to the cartel Facebook page right now. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, good morning. Welcome back to The Cartel. This Saturday morning, Whoa. alongside of <laughs> the emotional meatball, Rocky Stucci. I am Matt Locke, your voice of liberty. And my goodness, are we rolling on. There is so much going on, and I want to I want to welcome all of you that came over from the Blaze Facebook live feed to the Conservative Cartel if you're there. But uh, we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the phones are still being worked on. We've got some guests in Hour 3, so we're hoping the phones get cleared up. But uh, it's triple eight. 900-3393 is the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. So if you want to be part of the program, we should have those phones back up in just a bit. But uh, the National Archives, Rocky, released more than 2,800 previously unseen documents on Thursday mm-hmm. relating to President John F. Kennedy's assassination on November 22, 1963. Now, they included notes, they included interviews, photos, video clips from the nearly long, year-long investigation by the Warren Commission, and more than 300 files are still being held after last-minute requests from national security, security agencies urged President Donald Trump to keep some of those files confidential. Now, I laid out my theory in the first segment, my 60-second, 30,000-foot theory. But, Rocky, you are a conspiracy guy. And I want to tell a little story here because we all came down to Dallas over Memorial Day, hooked up with Ron Phillips, our executive producer. He took us down to where the shooting happened. Mm -hmm. And when you walked around that place, now while we were down there, you know, the grassy knoll and the whole, you know, book depository building and and all of that was, you know, we looked at all that stuff and got, you know, it's different when you're there. When you're right there and you and you've studied this and you've read it and and, and you know the intricacies of this whole entire deal. And I was marveling at the fact that, you know, down there, if if you've never been there in Dallas, down there, there are all kinds of people who have written books, who set up, who hawk their wares, who have some prior knowledge of the whole assassination. Mm -hmm. And there you are, Rocky Stucci. With your phone out, Facebook living, you're debating the guy that wrote the book about the assassination and the conspiracy. So I want to get into the weeds, Stucci. I want to mm-hmm. get into the Rocky Stucci weeds. I want to hear your theory. And let's move that through the next hour because I know it's fantastic. So take the floor, my brother. Well, this is here's the weird part now. So this is where I'm going to go with this. This was some of the recent revelations in regards to this new information that received. You know, it, it does not really change my original narrative on, on what happened so far. Uh, there's still a lot to go through. I have all the archives, and I need to digest it. And now Ron's sending me all this information with your in-studio guest uh, that, that's yeah. going to give me a full day's worth of work. Yes, she is. Um, but so, you know, we look at, you know, back in those days, the Kennedy era is what we'll call it, is – the communism, you know, and, right. and the, the the war on communism, man. Um, we're looking at Castro. We're looking at Cuba. We're looking at what was happening with Russia. 
Uh, we're looking at, like you uh, hit on before we went out to break, in regards to the Federal Reserve. Right. Um, you know, Kennedy made a statement one time in regards to the Federal Reserve, or the CIA, that he was going to shatter the CIA into a thousand pieces. And so there's all these different things that add up to the day of the assassination. Now, it's really weird because there's actually... And and now I'm not going to go down a deep rabbit hole. Now, ladies and gentlemen, mind you, I'm just thinking out loud here, <laughs> is that there are some correlations in the behavior of what happened in 9-11 to what happened with Kennedy. Right. In regards to prior information and knowledge before the actual attack and the lack of information. So when we sit here, now, Matt, we've dissected the video. In yeah. regards to the Kennedy assassination right. over and over and over again. Now, when we were in Texas, there's a couple different people there. And one of the guys that was there uh, claims to be the most researched Kennedy assassination dude on the planet, right? Right. And who you were he, who you were debating, by the way. Well, you know, there's the things, you know, there's a lot of things that, that were talked about about he was talking about like twenty one or twenty two different bullets that were shot that day and Right. You know, there's a lot of things that didn't make any kind of mainstream narrative. And it, so it, it, it wasn't so much a debate. I just, you know, where are you coming up with that information? Where's the bullet marks? Uh, you know, so it's just, we're talking about the assassination of a president here. Right. Okay, so who do I think did it? Who do I think was behind it? I, ladies, God, do I even say it, Matt? Yes, do I even go. Want to say it? Go deep uh, in the weed, Stucci. Let's we go. Did it. Pull it we out. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Now, yes, we, we did. We, when you when you sit here, now to a lot of people, Matt, this is going to be conspiracy theory. Sure. But when you actually go in and start researching the Federal Reserve, when you start researching the World Bank, when you start researching families like the Rothschilds and the amount of banks that they own at a global scale, they own 80% of the banks. When you are a single individual and you understand the financial flow throughout the world and how currency works and i'm not an expert at it but i know enough just through my research on how the game's played when you start understanding the petrodollar when you start understanding middle eastern events and african events when you start understanding what we have done to places like panama what we've done to uh, venezuela and i'm talking in regards to the cia when you start understanding the real world for how it really works not what we were taught to believe our society is how our society practices you understand that this isn't really that uncommon what happened with kennedy you really start to understand that questions to be asked in regards to something like 9 11 is not something that uncommon we have the right to ask questions we start looking at what happened in vegas you know we get attacked for asking questions we get attacked to be conspiracy theorists because we wonder why we still to this day don't have answers to what happened in vegas so you look at all these different events you look at all the different things that the cia has done in history not just to other countries but to the american people itself by 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 spraying towns with different chemicals by putting viruses in subway systems to the american people because we're constantly being tested we're constantly human guinea pigs so we're created this perception that culture works in a very specific way. We we get this perception that we work our jobs, we go to work, we pay our bills, we we enjoy our weekends, and then we start our Mondays again. Um, and, and that's how you keep a civilized society. I get it. 
most people don't realize that we are indoctrinated to think and act a very specific way. That's right. And, uh, you know, we, we say we live in this democracy so we can have a left and a right, and we can continually argue against one another to keep us diverted away from the truth. So when you break this down and you look at the problems and the situations that were happening within Cuba, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and with Russia at the very same time, of what JFK was talking about in regards to the Federal Reserve. JFK was taking on the New World Order. Sure he was. JFK was taking on the banks. Yep. JFK the was Fed. taking on communism, which if you really do your research, and, and Matt, you know Trevor Loudon. Yep. We're friends with Trevor Loudon. We understand the infiltration of communism today within our Democratic Party. So communism has always been within our political system. Um, racism has always been within our democratic side of our polit political parties. Uh, we just try to get the perception that we're against it. Uh, it's just a different way to manipulate the people. So when you have somebody like JFK, who literally had the power of the pen, Treated. who literally had the support of the people, who literally had the power to actually shut down that private organization called the Federal Reserve, when you have somebody of that power that had the support of the American people, if he would have shut down the Federal Reserve, if he would have went after the banking systems, if he would have went after the New World Order cartel, he would have changed things that, one, would have benefited the American people, but, two, would have completely put a crutch in the global uh, agenda in mm -hmm. regards to banking and black gold and so on and so forth. And so what happened, I believe, is that our own CIA manipulated the plot to assassinate John F. Kennedy, and they infiltrate the information with trying to blame Cuba, they infiltrate the information with trying to blame Russia, or they get a lone wolf, somebody like, um, uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name, the shooter, uh, Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey Oswald, yep. Uh, and they try to give the well, people the well, perception. Let me, as... let, me, let me throw some stuff in here, too, because we got some nuggets in here I was reading. Because after the whole thing went down, you know, J. Edgar Hoover put out some 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 memos saying, look, yes. we really yep. got to push that yes. Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. We, we, we've got to push that there wasn't a second shooter. There wasn't Why? a grassy knoll. Why? Exactly. There's Why? your first question. Now, the second yep. question that we're not going to have time in this segment, we'll get to in the next segment is the Dallas Police Department knew Lee Harvey Oswald was not safe. They knew that mm -hmm. there was the potential for him to get popped by Jack Ruby, which happened. Now, who is Jack Ruby? Because as you start digging into that guy, you start seeing all kinds of other tangents too. So we start digesting this information. We start putting this stuff together and, and you start forming what is not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's a logical person starting right. to put actual events into the context that they happen. And when you started talking about the New World Order, what came after JFK died? LBJ and the Great Society. What was the right. Great Society? You know, mm -hmm. you start throwing that in there. So we start looking at New World Orders. We start looking at the banks. We start looking at the feds. Follow the money. You know, man, it's tough to talk about this sometimes on a public platform uh, because, you know, it, it all comes down to perception. It all comes down to the amount of research that people choose to do. A lot of people are going to base their, their their opinion off the few different things that they read. But we need to understand that there's people that have been in this. They have dove into this for years 
Uh, you know, we here at the show, we have friends that are retired former psychological operations, United States Army. We have friends that are retired NSA. Yep. A lot of our information does not come from Fox News. A lot of our information does not come from CNN. No. It comes from actual conversations with real people that were there on the ground. That's right. Who and, knew? And when you have people at this stature, retired NSA, psychological operations, that are questioning the same things that we're questioning, that means we're on the right path. And, and it may seem so far out there for some people because we don't want this to be our reality. We don't want to think that our own agencies would have something to do with the assassination of a United States president. We don't want to have the conclusion that our own agencies that we depend on for national security have completely created turmoil around the world in which why we have so many enemies today. We want to think that when we liberate a country, we liberate a country. We don't want to think that instead of trying to do good in the world, we're killing our own presidents. And that's where we stand today. Wow, that is just so deep. Look, the cartel. We're rolling on. Don't go anywhere. Rocky and I are back right after this. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, folks, I understand something. You know, I really do in regards to sometimes when we talk about these things, it it can be upsetting. And, you know, and I get it. Welcome back to the program. The conservative cartel, me, of course, the emotional meatball on the other side of the microphone is our brother at arms, the man I stand shoulder to shoulder with, Mr. Matt Locke. And you're listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, we are working on the phone lines, but the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Again, like I was saying, you know, when I first started jumping into this realm of alternative thinking, is what I'll call it at this present moment, uh, you know, I became a very angry person. And because it's not what I expected to learn. Uh, when you go down this alternative road of stepping out of what I call the matrix of reality, and you start learning different things that have happened around the world. You study. I'm a big fan of ancient history. I'm a big fan of ancient symbology. I'm a big fan of those things. Ancient cultures. And when you research the history of ancient cultures, we've always been savages. We always still savages. We still are savages in our own way. We just try to pretend that we're more civilized because, you know, we can make planes. Um, but when you start researching uh, kingdoms, uh, societies and what it needs to sustain society and food and, and populations and it, you, people in countries and cultures do what they have to do to protect their societies. But when you start going down like the Kennedy realm, when you start going down the 9-11 realm, when you start talking about the Vegas thing, you start talking about CIA, FBI, DEA, all these different alphabetical soup agencies, you start talking about the common core system, you start talking about the breakdown within our political system, a lot of the information that you actually come up with that are facts are beyond disturbing. And, and it's not what I want to be my reality, but it's a reality of what it is, and, and it's, we accept it, and in order to accept it, we need to fix it, you know, and that's why we try to bring truth to this radio show. Now, when we go back, Matt, and we're talking about Jack Ruby. Yeah. Jack Ruby was very well known yeah. to the FBI. For it, it, very well known. Far the, before the, the, the police the department knew him. The FBI knew him. He was cozy with all of them. 
Right. You know, and, and, and I've seen somebody say in the chat room on the conservative cartel Facebook page, you know, why why would, you know, Jack Ruby assassinate Lee Harvey Oswald? Well, that's all part of the plot. They right. needed Oswald dead. Oswald, well, sure they did. You know, they, Can't they, talk. They, they, they probably wanted him dead the day of the assassination. They, they probably wanted him dead that right there in the book, the, the, you know, the, the building there um, in, in Dallas. So here's the thing where I stand is... Oh, you know, and there's another thing too, Matt, that I'm not seeing a lot come out of before I get to my final thought on that. Uh, what about the unions and and uh, the infiltration with the unions and the mafioso? Now, I got a hard time talking bad things about the mafia. I'm just saying. Well, um, you are Italian. <laughs> say it. Uh, so you you look at the infiltration of the unions and the mafia, and at that time, the mafia was doing a lot of work with Cuban cartels. Yes, and. So I'm not saying that they did not have anything to do with it. They're all part of the conspiracy. Um, but now, the Blaze, Matt, published an article. Yep. I just got to see what computer that I put this on. And um, there was something, that, one of their bullet points, one of the very first bullet points. Are you talking about the nuggets from the secret JFK files? Yes. You have that. That's, yep. the, same, that's the same article I have from theblaze.com. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, you know, so when, when you heard me a little while ago reference that there's a lot of similarities in regards to something like 9-11. Right. Uh, even we can talk about Pearl Harbor. We can talk about the Gulf of Tonkin. We can talk about a lot of things always seem to all be part of the same Hegelian dialectic, all part of the problem, reaction, solution. There's already a solution before the problem even starts. Right. Uh, but we, we always need that moment. Um, it says here, British newspaper reporter received an anonymous big news tip about 25 minutes before right. the assassination of president. So you're telling me, <clears throat> excuse me, that a British newspaper received an anonymous tip, probably from CNN, uh, before <laughs> <laughs> CNN was around in '63. But it's funny, right? Uh, before um, the president was assassinated, right? And so when you and we hear the same thing, Matt, about 9/11. We heard that we heard information, right? That this Had inside was information on these. Yep, terrorists. That. Yep. So what, what? What's their playback on something like this? What is their explanation to the American people? Because I can assure you that if a British newspaper reported reporter received an anonymous tip, that this information was already infiltrated within our agencies within this country. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. why didn't they act? Why didn't they change the route? Why didn't they do something differently? Why didn't they say that there's a possible assassination attempt right. uh, on the president, so let's not put him in a car with no protection? Yeah, an open top car, by the way, which had never been done to that point in history. We right. always protect our presidents. We always have the ability. So why, I mean, look at that. You're just asking to put your president in a convertible? That's just That's just asking for trouble. And right. when you go back and you start asking those questions, in particular for me is this whole Jack Ruby thing. Yep. Because the guy was well-known. Yes. What were the reasons for Jack Ruby to come and assassinate Lee Harvey Oswald? Well, see, there's there's where we start talking about the infiltration of the mafia. Um you know, so Jack Ruby has obviously been well known to the agencies for a long time. Uh, definitely mafioso. Definitely well, was connected. The, was connected was to some organized well crime. That's right. Uh, you know, you can almost look at the behavior of Jack Ruby. Uh, you can almost compare that to like uh, the the Clinton mafia. Yeah. And so over these years, you know, th there's information that's gained. There there's different um, 
uh, things and events that happen that are going to be used later on down the road as blackmail. And so they probably had something. You know how the game is played. They probably had something so crucial on Jack Ruby that could destroy, whether it be something of the family, they threaten family, right. or they use something. Right. They needed they needed one way or the other Oswald dead. They needed and him out. Yes. The, yes. They needed him the out of the way. the only way through that, whether it be something that happened in the past with Jack Ruby and the FBI, uh, whether it's been ma- manipulation or the threat of Jack Ruby's life, they needed a hitman. And they probably gave Jack Ruby all these different promises that we're going to protect you. You go do this, and we're going to do this. And, yeah, you know how the whole the whole deal gets done. Um, so they used him as the fall guy. He was, he was, he was working with the feds for, for a long time before the assassination. Yeah. And he was working with the feds after the assassination. Absolutely. So it was all part of the plot. It was probably pre-planned as plan B if they didn't get him on the spot. You know, and so and you think about the fact that the relationship that Ruby had with the police, he, he had to have been an informant. He had to be doing something in the mix where they could use him, and then conveniently, he dies. Let me let me let me I mean, tell people you cannot me, make this stuff up in the real let, world. He died I, four years later of cancer. Cancer. Uh, let me uh, let me yeah. let me help people out here with something. Just just a little bit. I'm just going to kind of wet your beaks a little bit. I may or may not have had relatives connected that have been killed. Okay. Um, I may or may not have had family that, if you ever seen the movie Casino, were from that original family. So let me help people out a little bit when it comes to mafioso. Um, you know, the real deep-rooted mafioso, uh, the very secretive organizations, but they were allowed to become very powerful throughout the years for very specific reasons. Um, you see it happen even today in our streets. They work with agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have rats. They have snitches. And if you think some of these people are so honorable, go ask Sammy the Gravano. Sammy the Bull Gravano, how honorable he was when he ratted out his family. Go ask John Gotti how honorable his consigliere was when he was ratted out. You know, so we see a lot of people in society, whether it be mafia, whether it be the motorcycle community, they preach loyalty. They preach this forever. I will take this to my grave. But when you have a federal agent that comes up to you that threatens to destroy your family, to destroy the future of your children, to do very vicious things to life as you know it, people will come forward. They will start talking. They will start working with feds. They will start working with CIA. Then you start talking about the infiltration of different cartels. You start talking about the Cubans. You start talking about the cocaine uh, distribution coming out of Cuba at the time. Mm-hmm. You start talking about the Mexican infiltration coming up, you know, and, and the, the drugs coming up from Mexico. You start talking about the unions. I mean, Matt, you start putting all this together, and then you realize that there was one man that was going to destroy this. Yeah. Then you don't scratch your head. Yeah, anymore. you don't. You don't. You, you stop to, scratching your head, right. and you get it put into context. But look, we got one more part of this, Rocky, because we're up against the the, the the timeout here. We've got Cuba. We've got Russia. Mm-hmm. I think we need to get a little bit into that because we've got more documents that came out about Castro, about yeah. what was going on with the connections of Oswald and mm-hmm. the Russians. And, and he used a Russian rifle, which, you know, once again, we start looking into this stuff. It all starts making sense in the end. So if you want to be part of the program, I think the phone's back up. 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Matt Locke, Rocky Stucci, the conservative cartel. 
We're going to keep rolling on. We got one more segment. You don't want to go anywhere because we got big interviews coming up in hour three. Austin Peterson and Cowboy Logic Radio. Don't miss that. Be right back. The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. If you could only hear the conversations we have on these breaks, you <laughs> I mean, you would be dumbfounded. Rocky, look, conservative cartel. We're back here this Saturday morning. I'm Matt Locke, Rocky Stucci, the resident conspiracy theorist on the other end of the line here. We are we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios today on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the program, looks like the phones are getting fixed as we speak. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. But we're having a conversation off air here, you know, and we do this. We're talking. Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? What do we? How do we want to finish this up? Because we're in the last segment of hour two, which is unbelievable. We got great interviews coming up, by the way, in the mm-hmm. next hour. Hopefully, the phones are back up. But uh, Rocky's like, well, I really don't know if people can take what I'm going to say, and I'm like, oh, dude, just light that candle, just light it. Let's just see what happens. It's like you know, it's like when you have a fire crack, and you're like, oh, it may not hurt that much if I light it to see if it goes off. Let's just see what happens. Or you know, those guys that say, hey, tase me, hold me up and tase me. I just want to feel I what I, I just want to know what it feels like. <laughs> you know, this is the point of the program we're at. Do right. we tase you and completely blow your world? Or do we go a different direction? Uh, well, Rocky, let me say this, let, Matt. Let's pull the taser out. Just say it. Let me, let, let me say this, though. I, I, I just want to say this. Let me be very clear on this, is that um, when we talk about conspiracy theories or conspiracy, we're very common sense conspiracy theory. You should see some of the private messages that I get. That's conspiracy theorists. But, you know, what we try to do is dissect the facts. Through, right. So some very in-depth research. Uh, and, and see, here's the thing, though, is that, you don't have to put a lot of effort into finding different information out there that comes from the Freedom of Information Act, that comes from government documents. You, it, you know, you go to the FBI, CIA.com, you look at some of the actual things that have been done in the history, it's not hard to find. So, you know, you start talking about certain things, and, and Matt, I see, here's where I get it, is because when this came upon me, uh, a lot of different situations that I researched, it, it hit me really hard. And so, you know, sometimes I believe that this is a baby step procedure for some people because you're stepping out of one matrix and jumping into a completely different matrix and it, you're rebirthing yourself. It's, it's almost like you're born again into a new reality. And But here's the thing, though, and this is the most important part. The most important point I have in regards to this is that once you truly see the world for what it really is, you see things from different perspectives. Yeah, you can't go learn, back. You, you, well, can't you can't go, go back. back, and I remember you, you telling me, you're like, Matlock, and I want to share this because it's, it's, it's a fantastic story. You do a lot of research. It's what mm-hmm. you do. You, you, get a lot of, you get a lot more than that than I do. I'm kind of a conspiracy theory, but you're way past where I'm at. And, and you will send me stuff, and you're like, Matlock, when you start reading this, you can never unsee it. It is going to wreck your world, and you are never going to look at things the same way again, and you are so right. And and maybe we are at a point in the history of this country where we need to start wrecking worlds. 
We need there to start opening That's eyes it. to Boom. the truth that right. sits in front of you because we are all just deer in the headlights right now being led around by our government with propaganda, not now, fact. You, you, you just said it. You, you just said it. You need to highlight what you just said because let's go back to what we talked about in hour one. We're talking about Russia collusion. We're talking about the Clinton mafia. We're talking about all this, this muck that is within our society, within our political party, within our mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, uh, the New York Post, the manipulation of the minds of the American people. You know what? And then we question when we talk about WikiLeaks. What should we know and what should we know? You know right. what, damn it? We should know it all. As American citizens, we pay for this to be done. We should know it all because this gives us the right, this gives us the opportunity to click that reset button before we completely fall from within. Right. And look, here's the thing with me. Should we know it all? We should know the better part of it. Are there some things that we would be better off not knowing? More than likely. I mean, more than likely. Let's just say it what it is. We are not intelligence agencies. We are everyday, average, common sense, critical thinking people. Do mm -hmm. we need to know every little nugget of information that comes out of our intelligence agencies? No. Could what you know? Look, we're we're not certified. We, we don't have the intelligence capable of understanding the context of the information right. that comes out. Now, Too look, I, I, I said this the other day, and I'll say it again. I went to college, got a degree. I have learned more since I started doing radio than I ever did in four years of a mm -hmm. liberal institution, period. I know more now than I ever knew because of the research you and I have done. Right. In the things we have read, and I'm telling you, it, it is unbelievably. Oh, I don't even know what the I don't even know the word I'm looking for. It's eye opening, I guess. It, it, it it's it's enlightening to know some of the things. But then you look at it, and you're like, oh my god, I can't put that back in the box. I, but I, just remember, I, though, I can't man, throw that you, back in there. You know, when you reference universities and what you learn at universities, understand, and you know this very well, is that our universities are very much dictated and indoctrinated to think and act very specifically. And, and what is, is put into the minds of people in our universities is controlled by these the in hand, you know. And so when people look, look at the behavior of these kids, look at our society, look at the streets, look at these generations that are coming out of our educational system now because they are being indoctrinated to think very specific. It is now cool for a teacher to do derogatory things and say very nasty things in regards to a president. But four years ago, if you did that, you'd be attacked by the left mainstream media. Well, Rocky, um, I'm going I'm to say something here, and I'm not going to give away who told it to me, but I, I, uh -oh. know of a, I know of a teacher that's teaching a young girl that climate change is not real. I, that that is in schools it's it's there i'm hearing some stories of that and we'll go no farther than that and, and look should but here's the thing should it be taught either way in, in schools you you should be challenged you should be challenged to think on your own you shouldn't be fed mm -hmm. the right you shouldn't be fed the left you should right. be fed the facts right and then you decide you, as in a learning opportunity, you figure out on your own personal level what you believe is true. And then if you think that's true, you will then go research that, find the facts to back up your argument, and then you will take that argument to the masses because you believe that. The left cannot do that. The left will argue with you and call you names because they have no facts to take with them.
Right. They can't Boom. factually back up their argument, so they start calling you names. They go out there and fight you with their social justice warriors. They don't fight you with critical thinking. Because I'm telling you, I have liberal friends who will argue with me, who will debate with me, and they will bring facts. And we right. have some of the greatest conversations that you have because right. you have to see both sides of this. You have to understand what your enemy is trying to do to you. And mm -hmm. we are now showing, that's what the thing is with the left. Programs like the conservative cartel, the new media. We're showing the populace the facts. We are giving them the ability to go out there and argue their point based on factual information. Not made up hyperbole that we come up with because that's not what we do here. You know, we, we, I flail my arms and I, I get fired up and I talk loud, but I'm passionate because right. that's what we do. And I know you do it even better than I do, Rocky, when it comes to research and, and this whole thing. Let's just wrap this whole thing up because we got about a minute left. It's unbelievable in the second Man. hour and we've got interviews coming up. This whole Russia, Cuba, Castro, this whole deal with, with JFK, just a distraction. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Hey, let me give let me give a quick shout out here, man. I, we're coming up on time. We're, we can continue this conversation throughout the week. Uh, just ladies and gentlemen, follow the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. Me and Matt, we do live streams there as well. We we talk about all this stuff. I just want to give a shout out to my brother Charles Anthony. Uh, he's a school teacher, Matt. He teaches the Constitution. He teaches his children uh, to be critical thinkers, and he's in our chat room today. And, and so we thank teachers like him. We thank, thank teachers that teach their children to think for themselves. And we sure as heck thank teachers for teaching the Constitution. Yes. And it should be taught. I yes. mean, our history should be taught. It, it, that, that's the one thing that we should be teaching is how this country was founded, why, and what principles it was. So, look, we've got Austin Peterson coming up the phones are back up but i'm going to tell you we may not take a lot of calls because we got two interviews coming up now but join us austin peterson who is running against claire mccaskill in the great state of missouri is going to join us at the top of the next hour and at the bottom of the next hour rocky stucci some of our our best friends love them don newen donna fiducia cowboy logic radio you are going to want to hear that conversation they are fantastic they are funny they are tuned in great conversations coming up go get your friends Go tell everybody we're on the, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. The Conservative Cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Don't go anywhere. This thing's going to get good. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. just fires me up i love that theme music the blaze has done such a great job welcome back to the conservative cartel hour three we're already into hour three it's unbelievable here this saturday we are live from the nine line apparel studios going to be part of the program triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three on the black rifle coffee hotline it is my pleasure to welcome to the conservative cartel this morning austin peterson uh who is currently running for Senate 
in the great state of Missouri, the show me state, against Claire McCaskill, who is an absolute uh, – look, Austin, first of all, <laughs> thank you for joining the cartel this morning. And secondly, thank you for running against Claire McCaskill. Now, I know you're a big libertarian. We're, we're, we're going to get into this, but you're running as a Republican. So we're going to jump right into this because I read your article out of a Kansas City newspaper last night. Why the Republican Party and why are you running against Claire McCaskill? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, yes, I have been accused of being a libertarian before. I do have to uh, admit uh, guilt. Yes, uh, guilty. Uh, but I'm running as a Republican because I actually spent two months on the phones, uh, made over 4,000 phone calls to my supporters, and I said, should I run? 100% said yes. And then uh, what party should I run under? 98% or more said run as a Republican because they want to beat Claire McCaskill as bad as I do. Uh, and I'm running because I want to cut taxes, cut spending, get the federal government off our backs, Amen. and overturn Obamacare. Amen. You know, that's, that, that's what I believe, limited government across the board. Now, Austin, we've got Austin Peterson on the Black Rifle Coffee hotline. Um, Matt here, got Rocky on the other side. He'll jump in here in a second. Um, you say these things, and I'm sure you've heard this question. You say all these things, and we're listening to um, politicians' campaign, and then you go to the swamp in Washington, D.C., and it, everything just leaves. Please tell me that's not going to happen. I'll tell you this. Last year at the Libertarian Party's National Convention, um, there was uh, an opportunity for me to sell out my principles. And uh, there were witnesses to this. People asked me to support the uh, VP candidate, Bill Weld, who I was not a fan of because of his positions on the Second Amendment. Uh, they offered me the world. They offered me everything. They said, if you will just endorse him, we will give you money, a paid position. You can be a surrogate. We'll make, put you on TV, make you famous. And I said no. And after that, after they bribed, then came the threats. Um, you know, you better do this, you better do that. And that's when I said, no, you guys can stick it. Because, you know, I'm just a pure ideologue, guys. Um, I believe in liberty. I've taken tons of pay cuts. I've taken the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune for this cause. I've been doing it for 10 years behind the scenes. And, you know, I'm breaking out in the national scene now because I'm sick and tired of people who break their promises. You know, if you want somebody is going to say one thing and do another. You got two candidates backed by Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell on the Republican mm. and the Democrat side, or you got somebody who's backed by the people who's running for the Republican uh, uh, nomination here in Missouri and somebody who's, when they say they're going to do something, are going to do it. And uh, there's, I got plenty of character testimony if you guys take me to court on that. I'll preach it. Preach you know, it. Talking our language, Rocky Stucci. Absolutely. And, and let me, I want the listeners to hear this because I have an article open here um, in regards to Austin it, from the Washington Examiner. And and this is, this is what you said. And people listen to this. He says, I believe in these core conservative principles. I've spent my whole career speaking on and fighting for freedom, the freedom to spend as you see fit, worship as you see fit, study as you see fit, and speak as you see fit. As I am an eager, eager to partner with liberty-loving Republicans and President Trump in restoring federalism, freedom of faith, and fiscal responsibility in this country. So here's where I stand is that we have a lot of problems right now in Washington. We have a lot of corruption in Washington. Where do we even start to begin to combat this madness that we're facing today? Great question. I mean, the, the heart of all government power comes from government spending. And as we saw last week, uh, Republicans and Democrats in the House of Representatives decide to increase our, our national debt, increase the deficit, increase spending. And that's the real problem. Uh, you know, and right now we're debating tax cuts, but I am disappointed with the fact that we couldn't get our fiscal house in order. If government can't spend 
government can't act. I would like to cut spending across the board. Um, uh, you know, I want things like a 15 percent flat tax. You know, I want to <sighs> talk about the penny plan. I want to talk about what we can do to get people to have the opportunity to create jobs. I want entrepreneurs to be free to act. And frankly, I'm a fan of what I'm seeing from the tax plan. We're cutting corporate tax rates down to 20%. Small business owners going to get cut down to 25%. We're doubling the standard deduction, which means more people are not paying taxes, which is great. We're almost uh, the whole way there. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I'm running because I want to give people like Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Ted Cruz some backup. You know, yes. we don't just need another we don't just need another Republican, guys. If you want just another Republican, anybody will do. But if you want somebody who is a constitutional conservative who sticks to their guns, sticks to their principles, and keeps their promises, that's what's important because we saw what happened with Obamacare after seven years right. of, of broken promises, then I'm the guy from Missouri. Dude, I think I have a bromance. I'm telling you. I think <laughs> I love this guy right here. So, Austin, I, I like the fact I'm a fair, flat tax guy. I think mm -hmm. it's unbelievable mm -hmm. that our government taxes work, that it taxes yeah. hard work. It penalizes you a as, a, as a taxpayer, as an American, for going out and providing for your family and paying your bills and trying to make a life for yourself. Talk, let's talk a little bit because you, you brought it up. And, and where do you stand on the tax side of it? And you brought up the flat tax. So fill us in on, on your philosophy on that. Yeah, can I ask you guys a question? Um, Absolutely. If, yeah, if cigarette taxes are meant to discourage people from smoking, what are income taxes supposed to discourage? From working. Ooh. Exactly correct. Right? Uh, right? A fine is a tax for doing wrong. A tax is a fine for doing well. That's right. And we're, punishing, we're punishing success in this country, and that's really totally opposed to the American tradition that the Founding Fathers laid out in our Constitution. They had no unapportioned tax. As a matter of fact, George Washington, the way that he funded things like infrastructure was he held a lottery and signed the tickets himself. Yep. You know, I would love to see, I'd love to see a world where we get rid of the income tax entirely. That's what I'd like to see. But until then, I, I'm really nervous about doing things like trying to replace this tax with that tax. Because as we've seen, what will happen is that Congress will say, oh, we're going to phase this one out and we're going to put a new one in. Yep. Let's, let's just let's focus on cutting the rates. I'm pushing for a flat tax, 15% across the board, personal income and corporate income tax, 15%. And what I'm seeing from the general outline is, is getting towards that direction. That's what I'd like to see. I'm always going to vote for that tax cut. But we need spending cuts as well. They need to stop the spending. That's where the real problem lies. And I think that we can we can make the federal government take a haircut, you know, not just eliminate this or that program. Let's talk about flat spending cuts across the board, 1% out of every dollar. That's the penny plan. Right. Let's push for that, put it back on the table. Then let's talk about a balanced budget amendment. We should not be spending more money than we take in. Oh, Once we get our God. fiscal house in order, I want to push for a constitutional amendment. And I think... Ted Cruz who's, and, and Mike Lee and Rand Paul, those guys have been pushing for that. Listen, you put one more constitutional conservative in there, you're going to tip the balance of power. So let's not put another crony in. Let's not send Claire McCaskill back in. Let's send a true constitutional conservative to provide some fire support to our friends. Rocky, this is like political porn. I mean, this is like political <laughs> pornography right now. I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, it's common sense. It's common sense what you're talking, and we don't have near enough of that in Washington D.C. this day in D.C. today. And Austin, what drives me nuts is the Republican Party has started adapting or started accepting the language of the left. We need to pay for tax cuts. 
No, we don't. We don't need to pay for tax cuts. You you, you cut taxes and then you cut spending. It, it, it's not rocket science that we're talking about here. This has been going on for a long time since we've been talking about things like compassionate conservatism. I mean, the problem, of course, is that we don't really have two parties in this country. It feels like we've got one party. We've got a left wing with a left wing and a right wing. One mm-hmm. side loves war, socialism and bailouts and the other side likes war, socialism and bailouts. Yep. So really, what right. is the difference? I mean, you know, people wonder, well, Austin, you were you were a libertarian and now you're a Republican. But, you know, I'm pro-life, pro-liberty, pro-constitution. I'm what the Republican Party says they believe. Right. Uh, except I, I, I actually embody that, you know. Um, so here's the thing. You, you want a cookie-cutter politician who's, you know, who's just going to say the right things just to get elected. I'm not your guy. If you want somebody to keep the status quo, I'll give you Claire McCaskill's number. You know, I present something <laughs> radically different, something that is tied to the American traditions of liberty, uh, individualism. You know, you own your life, you own your body, and you ought to be able to do with it as you please, provided you harm no one else. Austin, uh, and, Austin, um, Austin, I got to stop you right yeah. there. We're coming up against the break. Hang tight. We're going to yeah. roll through the break here. We've got Austin Peterson on the phone on, on the Black Rifle Coffee hotline. He's going to come back. We're going to continue talking about Missouri. He's running against Claire McCaskill out there. But hang tight, Austin. We've got about three minutes. We'll bring you right back on the other side. And we're going to get into some more stuff because I want to pick your brain on a few more things. So Austin Peterson running for Senate in Missouri. Hang tight. This is the Cartel Saturday morning. We'll be right back. Place of Liberty, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. We'll broadcast you live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios, the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network if you want to call in. But we do have a guest, but the number is 888-900-3393, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Uh, on the phone, we have from, I don't know if you're supposed to say Missouri or Missouri, but I'm going to go with Missouri, uh, Mr. Austin Peterson. Now, Austin, I got a question for you. I want to start out the segment with this question. Uh, I have a friend from Sweden. And I believe they have a, I can't, I, I can't remember if it's 20%, 30% flat tax rate. It covers healthcare, it covers education, it covers, it covers a lot of different things. Now, if we talked about a flat tax rate in our country, which I'm completely in support of, um, what would be the challenges? Because I understand the difference between somebody like Sweden and Ireland and all these other countries that do a flat tax rate. They don't, they don't finance half the world like the United States does, nor are they involved in so many global conflicts like the United States is that cost literally trillions of dollars. So if we went to a flat tax system in the United States, what would be one of the biggest challenges we would be facing? Well, of course, you've got the big the, the big elephant in the room, which is entitlement spending. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, we spend, uh, you know, we spend a, a fraction of our budget on on the military. I think it's like 16 percent, but I think it's almost right. half of our budget that's tied up into things like Social Security, as well as in Medicare, Medicaid and prescription drug benefits. So those are big problems we're going to have to address as we have an aging population in this country. Uh, but when it comes to Social Security, I'm offering what I think is a, is a reasonable compromise. And, um, you know, they're taking our money in the first place. So they 
they should have to pay it back. But I think that it, it's not unreasonable that we offer to our young people uh, an option to opt out. Just yes. If you're at eight, you know, 18 years old, let them opt out of the system. I mean, frankly, it, why would you want to put money into a, a retirement account that you're going to get less back, right? you got to right. pay the bureaucrat. Right. right. You're going to have right. to you're going to have to deal with inflation. So, uh, frankly, I think that, you know, that's one option that I'm offering. But, um, you know, the problem, of course, is that Republicans who want the votes, they're terrified of senior citizens and they're saying, yes. oh, we're going to take away these benefits. They shouldn't have given it uh, away in the first place. It was never their money to give. And I'm a mm -hmm. bit of a hardliner, so I'm willing to take a little bit of heat for that. But I do think we need entitlement reform. We do. So we have to get our fiscal house in order. But here's the thing, conservatives, too. How dare you suggest that our patriotic American military can't take a little bit of a haircut too. We, I have veterans working for my campaign. I got one who's running my campaign, a captain in the U.S. Army sitting across from me right now, and he knows how screwed up the procurement process right. is for how we get uh, our equipment, right? It's not that we shouldn't have the strongest military in the world. We absolutely should. Um, but if we are constantly involved in every single civil war across the globe, in Niger, for example, or in Libya, or in uh, in uh, Iraq, I think right. we're not serving our national security interests and we're not serving our fiscal interests. Well, Austin, uh, we haven't even Austin, I want to jump in yeah. here and I don't mean to interrupt you, but you're making a very oh. good point. And, and Rand Paul went to the floor of the Senate and said, look, we're dinosaurs. We have big hearts and small <laughs> brains and we're giving all of this money in Afghanistan and Pakistan and Libya and like you're talking about for what reason we got big hearts but yet we're not taking into effect that the biggest national security threat in my opinion right now is our national debt yeah well you know what makes me angry is that you know a lot of times people that I sympathize with they say well I'm so tired of American empire what empire I mean every empire in, in history always took money from their vassal states Instead, right. we're doing the opposite. You know, we're controlling all of these governments around the world, and we're actually subsidizing them. I mean, <laughs> you know, Donald mm -hmm. Trump talked about taking Iraqi oil. I mean, that's how they used to do it, right? right? I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying that I'm sick and tired of us having to pay to build bridges and then blow them up in Iraq, and we got them falling down right. here at home. I believe in America first. We should be taking care of American interests first, and then we get our fiscal house in order before we start trying to, re to remove the speck of dust from our neighbor's eyes. Well, Austin, we got Austin Peterson here on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Matt here. I got a question for you because here's a question I have. Where do you stand on Obamacare, health care? Um, are veterans not getting care? I mean, we've got 22 veterans committing suicide daily. The VA uh -huh. is in shambles because it's ran by the government and it's been nothing but corrupt and, and just completely overran. And you talked uh -huh. about America first, but how do you stand on Obamacare, the VA, on health care in general in this, in this country? Well, every veteran I know, and this might be selection bias, it tells me that if you want a perfect example of why American health socialized medicine doesn't work, you look at the VA. Uh, mm -hmm. but, uh, that, but on the other note, when you talk about Obamacare, you're talking to a two-time victim of Obamacare. They, uh, President Obama lied to us. He said that if we liked our plan, we could keep it. And then a few months later, my plan was canceled. I was paying $96 a month with a $1,500 deductible for a good plan. Then my premiums were quadrupled. My deductible septupled, 
And uh, next year, I don't even have insurance because now Humana can't afford to offer individual plans. So, frankly, I think that what Rand Paul did when he offered the president a very reasonable uh, expansion of the 1971 ERISA Act, which essentially allows individuals to purchase insurance in pools across state lines, just like corporations can. Hey, you want to call corporation people as the Supreme Court has? Fine. Then let people, individuals, do the same thing corporations can do. Let us buy into pools. And hey, look at the stock market. It's soaring, except for insurance company stocks, because now they know they better start getting some competition. They better start getting competitive. People need to have choices in their healthcare system. I am all for choice. We need to have more choices. And don't forget, health insurance doesn't mean health care. That's right. They promised us health insurance. That doesn't mean you're going to get care. doesn't mean you're going to get a doctor. Uh, so, frankly, I think we need to let Obamacare continue to fail. We need to pass legislation to remove it appropriately and let the free market work in health care like it does in everywhere else. It's <sighs> fantastic, Rocky Stucci. What you got on the other side there, big guy? Well, you know, I, I, I was I was going to hit on health care, but I, I, you wrapped it up extremely well. And there's another topic that we talk about vigorously on this program, and that is our immigration crisis that we have in this country. We, you know, we talk about amnesty. We're talking about DACA. Um, but my biggest concern when it comes to the whole immigration issue and, and the amnesty issue is that right now, uh, you know, we used to talk about there, there used to be a time in our country where one man could sustain a family and send his children to school and pay for a house and pay for a vehicle and live a pretty decent life. Now we have, you know, two parents working two jobs just to be broke. And when we're talking about amnesty and we're talking about DACA and we're talking about illegal immigration in this country, we're seeing what California is doing in other states and what they're doing. Uh, they're literally attacking the labor market in this country. Now, what used to be a time where somebody could make $30 an hour at a job, they're lucky to make 15 or $14 an hour right now. So what I would like to get your opinion on is the the amnesty situation we have in this country, the DACA situation, and what are your thoughts in regards to that in our labor market? Well, don't blame the immigrant who's trying to create a better life for themselves. Absolutely. Blame the, Absolutely. Gov- blame the government who has created the incentive. And when you talk right. about people and their, their diminishing incomes, let's take a look right at the heart of the problem. The Federal Reserve has been devaluing the money in this country. I think the dollar, since 1913, the Federal Reserve was created, the dollar has been mm-hmm. devalued over 90%. Now wow, think, about right. who is, think, think about who's been harmed by that. Uh, seniors, people who are on fixed incomes, right? They're not going to get an increase in their wages or salaries, right? But yet their demi- the, the purchasing power of their money is diminishing. So mm-hmm. I, I, I say take a look at what the government has done. Now, they're incentivizing people to break the law with our current immigration problem. If people complain about open borders, well, that's what we have right now. What I'm mm-hmm. advocating for, and you cannot have open borders in a welfare state, What I'm advocating for is something that every European immigrant like mine came through Denmark. They came through Ellis Island. Uh, I'm advocating for something that that would return to that kind of a procedure, which if you are not a terrorist and if you do not carry an infectious disease, you can go through that security checkpoint and you can begin the process of naturalization. You create an incentive there for people to uh, obey the law, because if they have to go something like, like we did with Ellis Island, then they know that they're going to have to obey the law. And anybody right. else who may have malign interests with a who is a security threat, well, those people absolutely have no right to enter this country. But unfortunately, the problem, of course, is that the two major parties agree. Uh, Republicans want the labor. Democrats want the votes. That's right. And, and people, people accuse me of being open borders just because I think, you know, immigrants, we want immigration just like the founding fathers did. 
If we're mm-hmm. the greatest country in the world, and I believe we are, then people are going to want to move here. But unfortunately, because of the, the, the deadlock and because of the intellectual dishonesty on behalf of our elected leaders, we have had a system that doesn't benefit anyone. It hurts American workers and it hurts the immigrants, but the government is the problem. Well, Austin, Matt here. One last question. We have Austin Peterson. He's running for Senate in the state of Missouri against Claire McCaskill on the Black Rifle Coffee hotline. Wall or no wall? You know what? That's a good question. And what you're really asking me is, do I want a massive FDR-style public works program on the southern border that's going to raise taxes, raise spending, and steal land from Republicans in Texas? So the answer to that is unequivocally no, and that may cost me support. But you know what? At least I'm not going to lie to you. You may not always agree with me, but you're always going to know where I stand. And the problem, of course, is that we're going to have to maintain it in the future. I've spoken to architecturalists. It's going to be very – government always – it always costs way more than they say it is. It's, economics is about incentives, right? Right now, we're incentivizing people to break the law, but because we do not have the, the types of reforms that are going to make people think, okay, well, I don't, if, if I have to wait 25 years to become an American citizen, well, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and cross the border. But if I know that I can submit to a simple process of naturalization that it, because I'm not a security risk and I'm not a disease risk, then we'll get the people that we want. And you cannot offer the kind, of, the kind of welfare incentives that socialist Europe has had. We are not socialist Europe. We are not going to give up our liberties. We do not offer welfare programs to immigrants. We don't offer them to Americans either. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, <laughs> but we just need we need to to say what we believe and believe what we say and do what we say. But the right. the, the cowards in the swamp are not going to do anything until they get somebody who's going to get up there and kick them in the pants and be honest about our problems. Now, again, like I said, may not be popular what I'm saying right now, especially to this audience, but I am not afraid. And you just know when you send me to Washington, D.C., you're going to know where I stand. You're going to get a lot of people who are going to tell you one thing, and then when they get to D.C., they're going to do another, just like the attorney general that I'm running against right now. Campaigned against climbing ladders and running for higher office. Boom, gets elected, goes straight to D.C., meets with McConnell, does the opposite. Austin, I got got to get in here. we got one minute. Tell people where they can find you, how they can help you. What do we do for you? Yeah, anybody who wants to help me take over the government to leave everyone alone, go to austinforsenate.com, austinforsenate.com. And Glenn Beck told me I should always say it three times, austinforsenate.com. I love it. And and Austin, (laughs) thank you. You're always welcome on the cartel. We love freedom. We love liberty. That's what we stand for. Great interview. Thank you for your time. Austin Peterson from the great state of Missouri. Go vote for him if you're listening in Missouri. Don't go anywhere. On the other side, Cowboy Logic Radio. You don't want to miss this. Friends of the cartel, funny conversation. It's coming as we roll on this Saturday morning. conservative cartel returns after this on the blaze radio network well welcome back to the program this saturday morning the conservative cartel we are live from the nine line apparel studios on the blaze radio network if you'd like to be part of the program 888-900-3393 in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Rocky Stucci, this is going to be a treat because we have our great friends from Cowboy Logic Radio. I love them. Former Fox News anchor babe. 
Donna Fiducia, and you Italians, you Italians, you be good, okay? And the great <laughs> Don Nguyen. Guys, welcome to the cartel. How are you this morning, Donna and Don? Yo, 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 Rocky, how you doing? Don Newen. And let me be the first to welcome you to tonight's riveting episode of Cowboy Logic Radio. No, wait a Boy, Don. have we got a what? No. This is the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Matt and Rocky are buds. Oh on the show. <laughs> Rocky, Matt, what's happening? Let what, me welcome how you doing? How huh? you doing, Don? How you doing? He is just out of control. What's up, guys? How are you guys today, Donna? You're, did you hear me? You're my favorite Fox News former Fox News anchor, babe. My favorite. Oh, I'm blushing, but you can't see that on radio. No, you cannot. How are you guys? What's going on in the world of Cowboy Logic Radio? Oh, my gosh. It's just unbelievable. You guys, first of all, sound awesome. So happy to have you at the conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. That is just the coolest. Just the coolest. It really you know is. why, Donna? Why? Because now, all day long, I go around and go, hey, everybody, I know Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. <laughs> true. Does, that, does, that, does that get you on the bus? Does that get you on the bus in your neighborhood? Just want to know. Backstage, guys. Oh, nice. On the bus. No, but seriously, we've been uh, talking – with our good buddy who also has a show, of course, on uh, Talk America Radio, that would be one Denise Simon, her show mm -hmm. Founders Code. And I mean, her show, uh, well, obviously her network, I should say, and her um, website is founderscode.com. And she is just totally on the cutting edge with what's going on with this Trump dossier oh. and, and everything else. Uh, yeah. There's a guy named Dana Boente who resigned as U.S. attorney yesterday. And this could endanger the whole Mueller-Russia investigation. The plot is thickening here because I think as things kind of get closer to certain individuals, they realize this is going to be a huge part of history, and they want to go down on the right side of this and not the wrong side. Absolutely. Well, you know what, Don, Donna, Donna, here's my biggest frustration in regards to the thug Clinton mafia thuggery that we're witnessing today. You know, we, we've seen so much crap that has come out of the Clinton cartel over all these different years, and now we're talking about a dossier. We're talking about the Russia collusion. We're talking about all these people within the Democratic Party that have been infiltrated within one of the biggest political crimes and probably in our history. But do you seriously think, honestly, this is where I get frustrated, with all the things that the Clintons have gotten away with over all these years, do you think that there's actually going to be a conclusion that the American people are going to be satisfied with in regards to all no. of this? No, I do not. Yeah. I think the only Achilles heel that will totally bring down the Clintons is going to be through the work of Charles Ortel and Jerome Corsi and others uh, with regard to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, you got to follow the money trail. I mean, yes. that's they, what took they, down the got understand that, well, at least in our opinion, that they are hiding very well behind lawyers and confidentiality and right. I can't talk about that's what you, that's what we're going to continue hearing why do you need 145 million dollars why do you justify selling 20% of our uranium to the mm -hmm. russians right. i mean it's obviously uh, you know you give us the money we We'll give you the favor. They all thought Hillary Clinton was going to be president. Hey, bingo. Bill Clinton gets five, exactly. Gets $500,000 to give a short speech. I mean, it's, it's 
unbelievable. And the thing that's really the biggest thing that nobody's talking about here in Charles or, or, or Tell has uh, told this to us numerous times, and it's been years that he's been telling us about this, is that none of this is registered properly with the IRS. Oh, why and would it? Why would it be? Why would it be? So let me let me get this in here on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We've got Cowboy Logic Radio. We've got Donna Fiducia, Don Newin on the phone. But uh, Donna, why would any of this be on the up and up? Look, I want to get into this because this morning I'm sitting here watching CNN in the Blaze Studio, and you know what they're talking about this morning? What Mueller has coming out Monday? What's going on oh, with the Trump yeah. Russia? collusion and what's going on with the grand jury and what's coming out Monday on CNN. They're not they're not even taking a whiff at this story that is bigger. It's going to be bigger than Watergate when it's all done. And, and you made a very, very astute comment there because people want to come down on the right side of the money. They want to come down mm-hmm. on the right side of history in this deal. And, and as the information starts panning out, we're going to find out that this, for one, is huge. For two, it's going to be big names. And for three, there's a lot more to it than any of us even realize. Well, I don't know what you guys were talking about prior to us joining you, because Donna and I were in the makeup room here at our Cowboy Logic Studios <laughs> since about 8 o'clock this morning room, getting ready for the, yes. for the big appearance on your show. Um, but, I've, you know, there, so if, I, if I'm being redundant, please let me know. Okay. Um, One of the big things that I think that we all need to be watching over the next week or so is this FBI informant. Do you guys agree with me on that? Oh, yeah, the Non-Disclosure Act they just lifted, right. Yep. Yep. The gag order, right. Now, here's what's real interesting. And, again, you know, I don't know where you guys go for all your sources when when you're doing your intel research, but I pretty much go to one person, and that's Denise Simon, like Donna said at the beginning of this. And uh, I really do want to plug her because so often people that get on radio shows or TV shows make statements and claim them to be their own, like they've been sitting around doing all the research. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Denise Simon does my work for me. And again, I would encourage anybody that's listening, go check out her website, founderscode.com, founders with an S. Code.com. And here's one of the real interesting things she told me, guys. You know, this FBI informant does have the evidence. Right. Big time. Right. And he kept going to the FBI going, this stinks. This is wrong. What's going on here? Why is this all happening? And the FBI basically said, we're as mad about this as you are. It comes down to politics. And the higher powers that they were talking about, and again, forgive me if you guys have mentioned this, Cepheus. Did you guys bring that up? No, we have not brought up Cepheus. Okay, that is the higher power and the, and the politics they're referring to. The higher power was Cepheus, which stands for Committee on Foreign Investments, in the United States. Well, in that way, and Don, to interrupt you there, that was the very panel that Hillary Clinton and Eric Holder sat on that allowed twenty exactly. percent of uranium in the United States to be sold to Rosatom. Right. Exactly. And, and Mueller was the FBI Timothy director. Timothy Geithner. At the time. Yep. Come on. Okay. That, that that I think is you know they always say and you guys say it often on your show. Follow the money trail. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have to. Follow the money trail. But the plot thickens as of last night. 
because after they allowed this informant to talk, again, as I said at the top of the show, um, the number two guy in charge of national security in the National Security Division of the Department of Justice is this guy, Dana Bowente. And he resigned yesterday. Wow. And again, uh, this is the day after the gag order was lifted. Right. He was in charge of the Russian investigation. He was looking into Julian Assange. He was looking into WikiLeaks. And he was an Obama appointee. The hmm. U.S. attorney in charge of Virginia as well. This is his job. He was the U.S. attorney in charge of uh, Eastern Virginia. He oversaw the probe of Russia. He interacted a lot with Preet Bharara, who was the first U.S. attorney fired right. by Trump, Bharara up from New York. So what's going on this now? This guy's a bad egg. Hey, Rocky. Rocky. Yo, yo. You think this guy's a, you know, this guy's a problem? We need to whack him? I know people. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, I freaking know people. Hey, guys, we, we've got one minute left. So, look, <laughs> we, we, uh, in the next segment, I want to get into this just a little bit deeper. I want to talk about, you know, you were talking about following the money, but we have to talk about the main players in this. Mueller, Comey, R R Rosenstein, you know, Rod, and that whole deal with the Russia deal. So, stick around. We've got Donna Fiducia. Don Nguyen from Cowboy Logic Radio on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Don't go anywhere. One more segment. We're digging in. They know everybody. I mean, they know all of the contacts. We might get into a little conspiracy theory. The two Italians might start talking back and forth. We don't <laughs> know yet, but you're going to want to stick around and listen to what they have to say because it's the truth. And they know a lot of people. And we're gonna we're gonna get into some back channels of this and continue this conversation with Cowboy Logic Radio. This is the Conservative Cartel. This Saturday morning, we are live on the Blaze Radio Network. Make sure you stick around. You don't want to go anywhere. The Conservative Cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, there's absolutely two things that have just confused my mind so far this morning is that I cannot believe that a three-hour show has gone by so quick. And number two, I cannot believe that there is a snowman in my yard two <laughs> days before Halloween. Folks, welcome back to the program. Rocky Stucci here on the other side of the microphone, my brother-at-arms, Mr. Matt Locke, the conservative cartel broadcasting live from the Nine Lion Apparel Studios and on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We have our brother and our sister from Cowboy Logic, people that are true and dear friends to myself, Matt, and Ron. We consider them family, Don Nguyen and Donna Fiducia. Welcome back, guys. Just a pleasure to be here. It really is, Rocky. Thanks, Matt. Rocky. <laughs> I'm Don Nguyen, and I'd like to accept or thanks. Oh. Really to everyone that when he first started doing a radio show with me, being an <laughs> Italian from Jersey, a former Fox News Channel anchor, among other things, 30 years in New York, that I was paid to talk. So Don could never get a word in edgewise. <laughs> so he <laughs> took to radio puking and blurting out his name. So now every time we open the mic, he has to do this. It's like a, That's right. a reflex. That's right. Radio puking, about she says, I love it. <laughs> so we were talking we were talking about this whole mafia, this uh, this informant, this non-disclosure act that uh, came about and was lifted. And, and I want to ask you guys, Donna and Donna, I want to ask your opinion here because I'm reading an article this morning and Adam Schiff, who is a, a Democrat, came out and said, look, we're going to probe Donald Trump 
for his role in making the DOJ lift this non-disclosure act. I mean, can we get any more bizarre in this country? And then they talk impeachment every time Trump does something. Mm-hmm. Impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Because the best defense is a good offense. Right. That That's really right. is the best. Have you guys have you guys talked about the difference between op- op- the opposition research and the actual dossier? No. Okay. Opposition research is what this began as. Right. And it's normal. It's normal for candidates to do opposition research on each Mm -hmm. other. It's normal for the media to do opposition research. This is going back as long as the history of the world almost. Right. But what ended up happening is that information from the opposition research was then compiled and merged into this dossier. And there's there's a couple of bullet points that that I was talking and Donna was talking to Denise about this past week because we talked about a lot of this on that drive time sit rep show that we do on Tuesday nights. But you know there was a trade show down in St. Peter in St. Petersburg, Russia. This is where all this information was started to be traded around. Trade show and an event, some some event that took place in St. Petersburg, Russia. The dossier didn't even exist until after the GOP primary. Right. There's dispute uh, that there's possibly multiple versions of the dossier. You know, everybody was real quick to to blame John McCain, who none of us really like. (laughs) That's the truth. For all of this. But the thing is, the FBI had it before he did. Right. Yeah, he was late in the party, by the way. He sent his little page or assistant or whatever it was over to Russia, and, and the FBI already had it. Yeah. So The thing is, yeah. did, did you guys see that uh, Friday night, last night, the Washington Free Beacon sent a representative to Congress? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you said you already talked. Again, Donna and I were in makeup, so we no, no, sure we we, not- we we covered. <laughs> no, look, and here's the deal because in what you're talking about, Don, and we've got uh, Donna Fiducia and Don Newham from Cowboy Logic Radio on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. But what we've talked about is uh, the singer fella from the Washington Free Beacon. His last name Singer. I don't know his first name, yes. but he's originally the one that paid for opposition research, not only on Trump but on other Republicans within the party. Right. And like you said, Don. That's very standard. Everybody does opposition research. That's how you do your campaigns. That's how you run on what you want to run on, and that's how things get done in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt, you're referring to a guy named Paul Singer. There you go. And this is going back to October of 2015. Paulie. Paul. Yeah, Paulie. Paulie. Paul Singer. And the thing is, he did hire Fusion GPS to do standard opposition research, but he backed Marco Rubio. Okay, this is just standard. So when the mainstream media comes and says, well, oh, you know, look at that. Fusion GPS was really hired by the Republicans. Yeah, initially they were for standard opposition. They're hired by everybody. But then in March of 2016, after Rubio dropped out and everybody else, Fusion GPS approached Perkins Co., which is a law firm for the Clinton campaign and the DNC. And uh, they approached the general counsel, and they offered to continue Trump opposition research it had started while working for Marco Rubio. 
right. and this guy, Paul Singer. That's right. when it really started last March. And they realized, I think, that Trump was getting some headway and they right. needed some sort of dirt right. on him. But what's so bizarre to me is they're actually accusing Trump of doing what they are doing. Well, so I think it's exactly Jack what the Ruby left does. Something right. to do with this. I yes. think it was on the grassy knoll somewhere. Ex- Jack Ruby had the third something shooter. to do with this exactly. uh, opposition I, research. I, I, I agree. But, Donna, you hit on something very important I want to bring up here because you said since March – this fusion GPS. Now you've got every Democrat and their mother saying, I didn't know anything about this. I have no idea where that $9 million came from. I have no idea. You got Debbie Wasserman Schultz. You've got Podesta. You, 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 you've got, uh, you got Hillary Clinton out there. You now have got Perez who is now running the DNC. They're all like, I didn't know anything about it. And you've got Leon Panetta going on to a talk show saying, well, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. I, I mean, how do Democrats vote for Democrats? Uh, that's Who my only paid question. Nine million dollars for opposition research. Right. I mean, right. Come on. I well, mean, you got to follow the money trail again. And who pays one hundred and forty five million dollars and not expecting to get anything back to the Clinton Foundation? It's a slush fund. The Clinton Foundation, a multi-million dollar slush fund. Well, of course it is. And in the end, this is nothing but a crime syndicate because you've got John Podesta sitting in court with Mark Elias saying, I have no idea what's going on with Fusion GPS while Mark Elias is taking the money to work with Fusion GPS. I mean, he's literally perjuring himself right in court and nothing ever is going to happen. You know, it's funny because when, yeah, when, I hear Donna, when I hear Donna talk about Hillary Clinton, I really... I, I, I feel the East Coast start coming out in her. Do you, do you feel the intensity in her voice? Yeah. And then you hear that East Coast yeah, accent start kicking feel, in. You have to start thinking about George Carlin, too, because there are seven dirty words you can't <laughs> say on the air, and they come out all the time when you're from New Jersey and New York. Oh, I hear you. Hey, what, guys, what do you guys think about um, Paul Manafort being on the payroll for the Podesta Group? You know, and Don, I'm glad you brought that up because I think this whole thing that CNN is now touting with this whole uh, grand jury and whatnot, I think that's Manafort. I think Monday we're going to find out. They've been digging into Manafort. They've been digging into his background. They've been looking into his records and his bank accounts and the lawyers and all that stuff. I think you just drew the the line that that you just connected the dots that I connected a little earlier today. I think Manafort's going to be this fall guy. I think they're understanding that. They can't get to Trump through Manafort, so they're going to get a skin. They're going to get a scalp somewhere. But they better be careful what they wish for, because the Podesta mm. Group is close to the DNC. You got that's it. Right. That's right. Donna. The Daily Caller put the timeline, which is really good, and uh, it's out right now, and it really does give you the whole thing of this this entire uh, dossier timeline. And it also says on August twenty fifth of twenty sixteen. Then-CIA Director John Brennan briefed then-Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid about possible links between Trump associates and Russian operatives. This is according to the New York Times. Right. This is starting to take the mainstream media, but to me that shows total collusion on the Democrat side. Yeah, and you're giving – and and the whole thing is, Donna, you're giving the Democratic Party way too much credit thinking that this won't come back onto them because I don't think they're that smart about it, to be quite honest, because they wouldn't have been pushing this Russia collusion-Trump deal if they would have known where this thing was going. And it's it's exactly where it's came full bout. So, look, guys, we're running out of time. This really stinks. I could have this conversation continuously, but where can everybody find you? Tell everybody about Cowboy Logic Radio. Cowboy Logic Radio, you can find us at cowboylogic.us. But I got to be, I got to take two seconds here, guys. And again, Denise Simon, at least for me, now Donna is brilliant. She's talented. She's seasoned. She's experienced. 
I'm a cowboy that's got horse crap in his boots. Denise Simon is the one that makes me appear to be more knowledgeable than I am. And I would encourage people to also go to founderscode.com. Founderscode.com. Nothing but research on everything constantly. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the program. We certainly appreciate it. We count you as part of the cartel family. Donna Fiducia, Don Newen, Cowboy Logic Radio. Catch them Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Rocky, that's it. We're done. The cartel's over for Saturday. See you next week. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network.